Hello, listeners. I'm gonna try and talk over this so I don't get copyrighted. This is the Donda album review, and this is Hurricane with the Weekend and Little Baby, one of my favorites. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. I don't do he's on everything. I don't want to hear him. <laughs> Welcome to episode 104 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with a couple Kanye stands from around the way. Mr. Sam Lorenz, aka Sergeant Kipling, is here, along with one of his best friends and a co-worker of mine at Sprouts, Mr. Sam Wilder. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? We're doing splendid. Doing well. Doing splendid. Awesome. You, you keep calling me a Kanye stan. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to you address this. You are a stan. This. How are you not a stan? Is How my am question. I not a stan? Yeah, give me the reasons you're not a stan. Okay. I mean, first of all, that is a weird <laughs> question. Uh, asking someone how they are not something. Okay. Yes. Um, That's fair. I guess I've always been. I've always been critical of Kanye, and I didn't really get into him um, until I kind of, you know, learned about the controversy and heard his production skills. Because then I'm like. Oh my God! This guy's literally nuts. He's crazy in, in in a great way, and his music lives up. He's not just a, like a loony that doesn't have good good music or anything and just right. you know stirs up the media. He actually has something to stand on, and I'm someone who's attracted to controversy. I love when things are are going south. I love when people are <laughs> stirring the pot of public discourse. I love when things are going south. <laughs> exactly. No. So when I hear Kanye, when I my reaction when I saw the Beyonce uh, Music Awards thing oh, and Taylor it. Swift, oh, I oh loved it. Gosh. I was laughing. Oh, he was drunk. Oh. He was, I thought oh, it was so hysterical. Awesome. And I know a lot of people, like my dad, for instance, was just adamantly against that. And he didn't want to actually um, listen to Kanye's music when I eventually recommended it to him. He didn't want to He didn't want to touch on Kanye at all because he has this, you know, this picture of Kanye as this evil, evil Hollywood freak. So what? And, uh, a lot of people Swift do. Sucks. A lot of people do. It's the media, honestly. But Taylor but sucks. Taylor does suck. Taylor does <laughs> suck. Let's okay, well, I, I gotta do my. I gotta do a couple more shout outs. Okay. Then we're gonna do. All right, go ahead. Go, go for it. I want to give a special shout out to all the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Overcast listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate you very much. I also want to let you guys know I have free podcast hats, and the design for those hats are actually made by Sergeant Kipling himself. Thank you, Sam, for that. I appreciate it. Um, go show him some love on Instagram at Sergeant Kipling, and. Also, a special shout-out to Sam's girlfriend and friend of the show, Haley Amundsen. She's the one that embroiders them, so I appreciate her very much. Go follow them at Almond Apparel on Instagram today. And also go follow Sam Wilder. His name on there is Why Did He Change His Name? Which, by the way, why did you change your name? What was your name before that? That's what I want to know. Um, it had Batman in it. I'll just say that. <laughs> okay, okay, gotcha. Okay, that's a good reason. That's a good reason. So if you guys want a free podcast hat, just hit me up. My name on there is at BlakeMayfield23, and I will give one to you ASAP. And I want to give one last special shout-out to our sponsor, JBL Hardscapes. Are you in need of a new patio, outdoor kitchen installation, new driveway renovation, or any retaining wall? Look no further than JBL Hardscapes. With over 24 years' experience in the trade, JBL Hardscapes provides workmanship for domestic and commercial markets. Contact JBL Hardscapes at 707-260-9151 and ask for Derek to get that dream project finished that you've always wanted. Again, that is 707-260-9151. 
And without further ado, let's get into it. So Kanye West dropped off his 10th solo studio album, Donda, last Sunday, August 29th. Uh, originally, he was slated to go up head-to-head against his frenemy, against someone that, for some fucking reason, he sees as competition, Drake. And I love Drake, but they don't... They're not in the same realm at all. I don't know why Kanye has this weird fascination with Drake. Um, I do think it's almost one-sided to a point as well. But he dropped off Donda last Sunday, and... To, some people call it a masterpiece. Some people said it's his best album since Jesus. It's his best thing since, you know, whatever. Some people didn't like it at all. So, Sam Wilder, I want to start with you, man. I didn't know you were a big Kanye fan. I remember talking to you at work a couple days after it came out. You're like, I know it's a sin, but I still haven't listened to it. Now that you have listened to it, what'd you think about it? Or, you know what? Before we get into the album, sorry. Let's start with the controversy. Let's start with, I want to start with Marilyn Manson. I okay. just want to attack it head on. Oh, All, right. All right. Why is he doing this Christian bullshit? Which it is bullshit. I don't think he's a real Christian at all. I'm putting that out there right now. Why, I disagree. I disagree with that. Why is he doing this weird, occult, fucking satanic ass shit at these football stadiums and having guys like Marilyn Manson, who's a devil worshiper, who is blatantly satanic, who, and if that's what you're into, that's fine. He has a couple of records from the 90s. I mean, you know, that is what it is. But he's mired in controversy right now. He has um, a couple of rape cases open, sexual assault cases, where he does some pretty nasty shit because he seems like a nasty ass man. Why the fuck is he joining this newborn Christian on stage to promote his album? I think the answer is Kind of, I mean, you, you actually, you mentioned it in there when you were talking about what's going on with Marilyn Manson inherently. If Marilyn Manson didn't have rape allegations against him, I don't think he would ever have been on that stage. Um, it's important It's important to remember that uh, Kanye actually reached out to President Trump's campaign to try to get Trump at the same listening event that Manson and DaBaby were at. He's bringing oh, really? these people on. Yeah, it's, it's, I did not know that. It's entirely for um, marketing purposes. It is, in Publicity. my opinion unethical. Um, I, I don't think it's actually a good move. I don't think it's something he should be lauded for, and he's always really been doing this. Like, I think Jesus famously, he, he marketed with a confederate flag as like a blanket <clears throat> or a shawl or something. He wrapped himself in a confederate flag. Okay, but the confederate flag's part of U.S. history. We're talking about a dude that fucking raped people. Uh, but it's and a not known about it satanic being, fucking exactly. devil worshiper. It's not about it being part of human history. It, he has no legitimate statement on, on the confederate flag, or at least it doesn't feel like it. Right. He simply wants media attention, very much like uh, Donald Trump himself. He believes that all press is good press. Um, he and doesn't it is. really care. In a way, it's true. In a, in a way. But it does Unless lead... you're raping people. Exactly. Then it's not. <laughs> it leads to these <laughs> awkward situations where he's really doing something that, you know, I, I can't get behind. And no one no one really in their right mind would say that it's a, it's a good move to bring Marilyn Manson Definitely. on stage with you. Um, I, I don't actually agree that you mentioned the, the actual um, listening parties were kind of ritual, satanic rituals. Yeah, they're dark. They're dark. My, my girlfriend, Haley, uh, said the same thing. Um, they have a dark aesthetic to them. Um, to me, it more speaks to uh, the loneliness and emptiness that is kind of apparent on Donda. If you listen to like Kanye, a lot of these verses, he's crying out. He's talking about how he feels post-divorce, post uh, the media blackout, post his presidential campaign. He's at a very tough time, and there's this uh, distance between layers on a lot of the songs that kind of give them this this empty feel. And I think that is a visual representation of what goes on in the album. And it wasn't perfectly executed. I don't think it's necessarily demonic. I don't think at all, really. Um, Especially given the music. There's not one 
part on this album that comes off as satanic in any way. You could only really make that case for the visuals, and um, even then it's very, very broad, and I would chalk it up to something <clears throat> else that he's going for. Because Kanye's intentional. Yeah, um, very. No one, no one would argue that he's not intentional. He doesn't just do things. He just has to a fucking visual. do it. Right. I mean, he, he says shit, like on Twitter and in interviews, <laughs> and that's off the cuff. That's Kanye. But when it comes oh to his, his visual presentation, I think he's always been very, um, very clear. Okay. Yeah. I'd say he, he does things that are out there, and that's for sure. And it's like, I'm not, in saying that, I'm not saying I support all of them or, or any of them necessarily, but he usually has some reason, like, one way or another. Like, the Confederate flag, he actually did state at one point that he did it because he was taking back that symbol from, like, what it was representing. He said, now it represents me. Like, I'm taking, that's mine now, that's my art. I'm taking the power away from it by making it into my own thing. That is so Which Kanye. Is, it's so <laughs> sick. It's really, I love that. That's yeah. so Kanye. Yeah, but at the same time, like, so I, I'm just, I want to hear what his take will be. Because he will be questioned in this, I think, eventually in some interview. It's got to come up eventually. And I think I want to hear him out, I'd say. I want to hear what he says on this. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it makes it right. It's definitely... On the Marilyn Manson. Yes, on the Marilyn okay. Manson. I'm not Maybe. saying it makes it right. It's pretty out there. Not a fan of it, obviously. But I would like to hear the reasoning, too. Here's my thing. And why I say Kanye is... People have been saying the fake pastor. I think that's pretty accurate, too. You say that there's no satanic dark shit on the album. I totally disagree. Playboy Cardi is a known satanic. All of his designs are upside down fucking red glowing crosses. Bunch of Baphomet fucking horns. Playboy Cardi is all over the fucking album. Uh, Jay-Z, known devil worshiper, all over... Not all over, but he's on jail. Um, And why I say it's satanic... I didn't see the first two events in Atlanta... I watched the one at Soldier Field in Chicago with his childhood home. Okay, Marilyn Manson, known devil worshiper, he's up there. Everyone's in all black. That is usually church and stuff like that. But is black necessarily satanic? It's just it's just darkness. It's not yeah. church. It's... I don't walk into church and everyone's in black. Everyone's wearing black to a funeral and everyone's wearing black to some weird dark So what dark is Donda rituals. about? It's about mourning. It's about emptiness, right? It's This is literally about the passing of his mother. There's politics intertwined. Kanye is a black man. I think. <laughs> Unclear. I, I, I think so, yeah. We can assume. I, I think so, yeah. But, but I feel like, okay, it's not the most creative album cover ever, but I do feel like this this black theme that he's integrated into the visuals, I think it's well-placed. I think it makes sense. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with Satanism whatsoever, and I okay, certainly so, don't think Kanye intends for that yeah. to be the case. I, I disagree. I disagree. So <laughs> what do you make about the Manson, Jay-Z, Playboy Cardi features? Travis Scott's a fucking devil worshiper at this point. Uh, his right. designs are coming out. I mean, come on. We're not just going to excuse this behavior, and then he's going to turn around and have everyone talk about God. So Playboy Cardi, as I understand it, has merchandise that has um, satanic imagery. I've seen that before. Uh, Whole lot of red was the album cover. It's him with the one-eye Illuminati thing. It's red on it. But oh, like this man. is all so you look at punk punk music throughout like the what seventies eighties, they were all like, yes, go Satan shit like that, right? But mostly metal, but yes, like ninety percent of them, <laughs> late in their life, admit that this is all uh, just it was all for marketing purposes. Uh, the Rolling Stones infamously, his manager, uh, the lead singer singer's manager, planted weed in his uh, hotel room, and he got arrested for it. Arrested for for the police, they they like called the the manager called the cops on him, 
planted the whole thing, did it all for media attention. This 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 is all, in my opinion, what they're doing is all for like marketing purposes. Except for someone who like Lil Nas, where it's personal. Um, you know, I was gonna say we were talking pre-pod, but what makes this different? They're both doing it for attention. They're both doing it intentionally. Playboy Cardi, it's like very visual. I haven't listened to too much Playboy Cardi music, so I can't it's speak dumb. on it myself. It's horrible. <laughs> Why the fuck is he on this album? <laughs> he does great. He has great verses. No, I will say man. every feature on Donda, Off the Grid, with the exception of I think Baby Keem, who you can't understand. Uh, See that everyone else does fantastic. I I think there are fantastic <sighs> verses. Jay Z is. A Fantastic verse on Jail. I do um, like that verse. Playboy Cardi on Off the Grid. I think Off the Grid is one of the best Kanye tracks. Not like in terms of like his linear epic cinematic songs, but something you can play over and over. Maybe play at like parties. This is uh, this is a certified banger in my opinion. Is it a certified lover boy? <laughs> Get out. Don't talk to me about Drake. <laughs> He's gonna come up in this a little bit later. Oh so. Okay, let's. Before I turn full fucking tinfoil hack, because I love conspiracies and I, and I Dude, love all that go. shit, let's get off the satanic ritual bullshit. I, I guess we're going to agree to disagree on that. I think Kanye is doing the fake pastor shit. I don't think he's a real Christian. I think that you can't get this high up in the industry and become a one of one artist like Kanye. And, and you mentioned uh, Lil Nas X and stuff like that and how it's all for media play. Yeah, that's Hollywood. Hollywood's a dark, right. nasty ass, satanic ass place. Sorry, I, I got to cut in. Um, Kanye, first of all, he's not a pastor. Yeah. He's never claimed to be a pastor. Never. He shouldn't be. He, he is not a pastor, and I think he knows he's a that fake he Christian. Be. So that's that's the argument you could make is that Kanye is a, a fake fake Christian of sorts. This is an argument that I feel like everyone could have brought up during the life of Pablo, and I'm sure they did. Um, I was a little I wasn't really into the Kanye um, groove until around twenty around Yay. Yay is when I really got into Kanye and started I'm sorry. binging. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I yeah, sucks. <laughs> I love Ye. I love Ye. That's his worst fucking album. Okay, what? just go ahead. <laughs> you go said ahead. that about every Kanye album. I listened to the last point. three albums this whole week. How? Okay, okay. We'll, we'll get into that a little yeah, later. Where Ye was not I? Good. I've been derailed. I, I know. I, well, we keep derailing each other. Uh, you were God. talking about... Um, I was talking I about know, um, Kanye... Uh, Life of Pablo, yeah, Christian, no one brought it up. Life of Pablo is Christian sort of themes. He's... Always been like, yeah, I believe in, in Jesus. Jesus walks, you know, right from the get-go. Kanye right, is yeah. the first supposed exactly. to be this this Christian. And when has he ever lived up? Almost never. never. Kanye has been like extremely pretentious, extremely just sort of malicious in his media presence. It ain't Ralph, he talks though. To other people. He's yeah. not evil. He's no uh, Chris Brown. You know, he's not beating <laughs> Rihanna. Right. He's not sticking pogo sticks and chicks as pussies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those guys, do, uh, Marilyn Manson was doing shit like, those guys do shit like that. They're yeah. evil. Allegedly. They're evil. Yeah, they're <laughs> monsters. But, uh, allegedly, right. But Kanye, Kanye is just this profound ego, right? He's just this massive... Dominating egomaniac, ass <laughs> white. <laughs> it's that's what he is. That's what he does. It's, so, it's great to watch. Like he speaks his mind. Uh, he does what he does, and he believed he was Christian. I think he genuinely thought he was a Christian, despite all of his flaws. Because you hear him sing on songs about how he's a sinner. Um, he's very. He was always conscious of his flaws, but right, he never did yeah. anything about them. And even on the life of Pablo, he had a little more bit of a dad vibe. Ultralight beam. Beautiful song, Dad glorious vibe. opening <laughs> to that album. But he didn't feel like a Christian, and I think that really changed 
pre-Jesus is King with the beginning of the Sunday service choirs. Yeah. Where you see, you see Kanye completely pull away from the media. He's not making a big statement because he's not telling anyone about it. We only heard about Sunday service choir, I think, from the other attendees. people. Send, yeah, the right. attendees would right. share it because they're like, look at this. This is so freaking that's, that's dope. That's true, yeah. I don't think Kanye was doing this um, for other people, finally. This wasn't boosting mm-hmm. his ego. He was yeah. maybe doing it for himself to an extent. Like, this was healing for him. And then through that, we got the release Jesus is King. A lot of people hate the album. It's it's one of his most controversial, in a sense, because it's right. um, so sort of simple. But on the entire album, there's no heresy. Uh, there's no uh, Kanye talking about, you know, uh, bleach in people's assholes. And, yeah, it's right, true. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a very Christian record. It was well-received by Christians. Um, very little controversy in the way of, like, uh, that, that, you know, that bass. I, Christian I do album think, of the year, man. Yeah, exactly. It won the Christian album Grammy this year. It deserved yeah. it. Uh, I think. I think so too. I think he's. I would argue that he's a real Christian. Now, would I argue that he's a good Christian? That's not up to me. At the end of the day, I'm allowed to have my personal, you know, biases, like my personal opinions. I would say the Marilyn Manson thing is not something a Christian would typically do. Okay. Um, and or so, work with Playboy Cardi. But you know, or work with Jay-Z. who is free from sin? Like no one, right? Kanye. Kanye isn't held to some. Uh, Jesus standard. You, I know he calls himself. He, well, he's referred to now as Jesus. I don't think he's referred to himself as Jesus. I don't refer to him as Jesus, but that's but just he <laughs> this he's not actually Jesus Christ. He is not Black Jesus. Uh, we can't expect him to be blameless, to be perfect. When he makes mistakes, we call him out on them, as I'm sure you are doing, um, and I, I as well. I would critique the Marilyn Manson stuff. Uh, He's certainly not blameless. I mean, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I guess my thought is just he doesn't really present himself as a pastor, at least in interviews. He's very much like saying like even in like follow God, he's saying like his kind of struggles to live a a, like a Christ filled life. You know, right. He talks about his struggles in that way. So it's clear to me that he presents himself in all of his music that he's put out so far that is in this style and in this like Christian thing that he is trying to figure it out. You know, he said in interviews, he's, he's trying to figure it out. He's trying he's to learning. do it. He's trying, he's learning. Um, that was a lot of, I watched a lot of the interviews for Jesus is King uh, out that were out at that time. Uh, I think Joe Rogan. There's Joe Rogan. There was the one, name. I don't know his name, but he, he was fantastic. He was a good interviewer. Uh, James Corden. He, he did the, they said a carpool karaoke. It was a plane pool karaoke oh, or jet one. pool karaoke. Oh, with Sunday service Yeah, car. Sunday service. Awesome. Right. And th- that was the best, that's the best promo Kanye could have bought right there. Because it made him look like a really good guy. He was calm. He was collected. Yeah, it, it was. Didn't say anything about Taylor Swift music videos. <laughs> you know. He, he did say something about, he's like. Uh, he did? Uh, <laughs> no, not, not Taylor. He said something about like, you know, a lot of black guys got with my wife before. You know, he, he always <laughs> just goes off some weird. It's like, dude, why'd you have to always say something, like, something weird. You gotta say. <laughs> oh, to understand the mind of Kanye West. We can't. We, we can't. cannot. We can't. Okay, so let's turn away from, from I, my tinfoil hat was on. Now I took it off. Let's talk about the baby. That was another controversy. I'm not going to lie to you. This is going to sound bad. Go for it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck that people are mad that the baby is on stage with them. Why would I give a shit? Okay, the baby went on uh, Lollapalooza, Bonnaroo, whatever festival this was, Summer Jam, whatever summer festival it was. The Uh Or the one in Miami. What's the one in Miami? It started with an R, I thought. I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember okay. either. He said something about like, hey, yo, put your hands up if you ain't suck your homeboy dick in the car in the parking lot. 
<laughs> That's what he said. He was like, make some was noise. Was he drunk? He must have been drunk. He was. He did say he was drunk. My yeah. biggest thing is... I don't know why that's on his mind, but it is what it is. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, make some noise if you ain't. <laughs> he was in the moment. <laughs> we Needless all to say, Lil Nas was not enjoying that concert. <laughs> <laughs> they did a record together, too, once upon a time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Um, but no, DaBaby was on stage with them as well, and he was on Jail Part 2, right? Am I getting that right? Yeah. I think he was supposed to be... Jay-Z took his original spot, and then Ye went back and put him on Jail Part 2, which is, I think, the second-to-last track on, on Donda. Um, but people were not very happy about it. Here's the thing about the baby, And society's super hypocritical. Why are we going to get mad at this guy for... I'm, I'm going to be honest. I laugh when baby said that shit, okay? And if that's offensive, if that's like, oh, that's funny. Make some noise if you ain't suck your homeboy's dick in the car in the parking lot. That's so random. Yeah, I, I I love it. I, I, I love that it's was blown up to such a big deal that it was because it didn't seem to me like if you read it straight up and you don't have any context, it's like okay, the baby, like what the hell? What? Like you should know. I feel like saying he's joking. That. I know, I know. When he's I trying get to get the a context, laugh. I think it's it's kind of funny. He's drunk. Right. Um, he wasn't actually being explicitly homophobic. Wilder. Yeah, uh, I read up a little bit on some of his like statement after, and a lot of what he said was he was, he was just making like kind of a, a statement on people that will do gross sex acts in public, right? Or he was he was like he's like my gay friends would never do that, <laughs> and you're just like okay, They're sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, They're sophisticated. He said something like that. Um, so it seemed like he was more. M- disparaging people that were doing sex acts in public or, or <laughs> I don't Which, know. When you have that context, it kind of makes sense with what he was saying on stage. Yeah. Right? Um, but it, of course, just comes across as, as blatantly homophobic. And right. it is uh, it is kind of funny. It's it's funny in a weird... Sorry, not sorry. It's way. kind of funny. Yeah. When he said that shit, I, I chuckled. There's no... It it's so not random. on the same level as Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Yeah, no. any means. No. And that's credible and real. It right. would be... And diff- disgusting. It would be different, too, if he, like responded and was like no i hate like gay people yeah. like, and what, yeah. I mean, like if okay. he like responded and was like oh no i hate like if he doubled down that's that would change things right but he didn't he was like no you totally getting it all wrong and why wouldn't you take his word for it like why would you just assume the worst that's right. what i don't well, get that's uh, our culture <laughs> yeah exactly i mean so on the point of we're getting mad at him for saying some shit that you know is sort of kind of funny but it it can be offensive in a way. We're okay with the baby talking about, you know, Brandon Lamborghini, fuck a cop car, and, you know, I, I, I pull up and shoot, you know, a, a blank. Uh, you know, I all of his songs are about shooting, killing. Let's also be reminded, this is a man that I think is still going through some real-ass trauma. He had to kill a dude in Walmart in front of his family, holding his kid. Damn. Six months later, got launched into superstardom because of Suge. Um, and then he did, he, you know, the rest of 2019, he put out tons of hits. Last year, he had the Let's hit with Roddy. Go. Yeah, right. Like, he turned into, like, the baby for real. So, like, yeah. this is a guy that, you know, I, he used the, the Stand Your Ground law in North Carolina to his advantage. That's where he's from. That's where it happened at was in Charlotte. And wow. he's wow. going through some real shit. You know what I mean? And that's something that people don't take into consideration with the baby. I think, is that this guy really, like, I don't know, man. Like, he's more complex than the meme. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like he's more on edge. Like he's always beating up motherfuckers in the club and sending his goons to go do this and that. It's like, yeah, if you had to kill someone in front of your kid that was trying to rob you or whatever, like 
that does something to you. So <laughs> I'm not saying it's you know I'm not justifying that for saying the the thing he said at the festival because it was just it was just kind of off the wall. Like why is that on your mind? Why do you have yeah. to announce that to the crowd? You know, and and then also the part about people having HIV, like you don't get HIV from your homeboy. That <laughs> was uncalled for, you know. But at the end of the day, I hate cancel culture. And he's on stage with a guy who can't even suicide his own career in Kanye. How many times has Kanye tried to fucking torpedo his own music career? And it just hasn't worked still. It's actually part of the music career. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do the fucking uh, George Bush thing. Then we're going to go to Taylor Swift. Then we're going to go to Kim Kardashian. Okay, the George Bush thing was not an L. That was the biggest W. That was the biggest win. I I, I think so, too. (laughs) Don't tell that to white old folks. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Don't don't tell your parents and your grandparents about that. (laughs) Right, yeah. Uh, You know, and there's all sorts of little stuff. It's just the big stuff. You know, the Kardashian thing. People are like, oh, is Kanye Kardashian calling himself Yeezus. That's part of the reason I like that album. I thought he was on some weird god trip um, oh he for sure was that's well, yeah great. And, i am a god <laughs> right yeah and actually I, I enjoy that's probably the best record on that album there's something just so fucking genius about it in my opinion um and then you got the whole trump thing you know years later and then you know you got the beefs with certain people so you know certain fans are gonna take certain sides whether it be drake whether it be taylor swift and stuff like that um this the baby thing man i'm not a huge I, I don't care. It's not on the same care. level as Marilyn Manson. It's not. Definitely. It's completely overshadowed by right. the fact. Um, yeah, it's not It's not that, like, it's not that what um, the baby, what he said, wasn't controversial and isn't, isn't bad right. in any way. I mean, of course, there's arguments to be made, and, and that can ring itself out. That's not really what I care about. What I care about is the fact that, like, it, it's completely dwarfed to the fact that Marilyn Manson is has very credible rape allegations against yeah. him. And we could absolutely totally believe it because oh, it's yeah. Marilyn Manson. I mean, yeah. and then he has a history of just, like, weird, satanic, like, stuff. <laughs> right. Like, I don't need to defend a baby. I, don't, I haven't listened to too much of his music. <laughs> I don't care. Um, I don't really care. He said something, took an L for it. He's now right. apologized. I'm okay. I, I took his apology. It seemed sincere to me. Right. Uh, moving on. And then people are like, oh, it was two weeks later. Oh, he didn't do it right away. And... I don't care. I don't care. Is the song good? That's all I care about. Yeah. Is the record good? Because no one has an issue with these motherfuckers killing each other. You know, guys like King Von, all the, you know, Nipsey. No one has a problem with any of these guys fucking drop like flies. All of a sudden, baby says some weird, you know, quote-unquote homophobe shit at a concert, which, you know, in a way could be taken funny or in a way could be taken to just be kind of joking. And everyone's up in arms and we want to cancel this guy? No, fuck that shit. And then they listen to DMX. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just, oh my God, dude. I, I know, people don't have their priorities straight. Let's get into the last controversy surrounding this album. And honestly, the biggest controversy surrounding this album. Oh, boy. <sighs> Blake Mayfield just sighed, everybody. This is important. <laughs> My thing is Drake had to have fucked him. Oh, why oh. else why else is Kanye still going at Drake like this? Dude, you're on a different you're in a different stratosphere in the music industry than Drake. You're you have a billion dollars more than he has. You have probably gotten with honestly battered chicks. I mean he got with uh um the Irina uh, supermodel girl. That was Bradley Cooper's ex-wife, but she's more banging than Kim. Um, I, she, she is. The Kim's worn down, bro. Come on, like, let's just be. I know we're getting distasteful or whatever. I don't, Kim Kardashian is never going to give me an interview. I don't care. Uh, look, man, she's known as being. You can dream, Blake. <laughs> we can all dream. I think I think I'd rather have one of the Jenners personally. Uh, but look, man, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't see what the deal is with Drake. And then, 
he just he never responds to Drake in a song. No. Drake no. does nothing but just diss, diss, diss. <laughs> Gets on a song with his fucking brother-in-law, cousin Travis Scott, disses him the whole time. Like, but Kanye never responds to the music. He Does just Kanye tweets. care? Like, <laughs> look, this is like the equivalent of like you're on the playground, you're you're the alpha male, okay? You're in oh you're in elementary school. You're walking around. You've got your freaking juice box in hand, and this tiny little tiny little munchkin runs up to you and just starts talking shit. You don't care, okay? You're big. You're securing yourself. He's in the younger grade, all right? You're a fourth grader. He's a third grader. You don't have to care what this kid is saying, so you just ignore him. All right. And then every once in a while, you'll say something about that guy because he's stupid and he's dumb and he's a little baby. And he'll just whine and everything because he's insecure and he needs you to fulfill his like void, the void in his soul. Uh, Jesus. That's, that's how I see Drake and Kanye. They're just it's this little playground and they're just dancing around and it's all it's all fun and games. Um, because honestly, yeah, I, like, who even knows what the controversy is about? Like you said, there might be something deeper, but... What's the controversy? Like, Pusha. What? It started with Pusha and Drake, and then for some reason, this is transformed into Drake versus Kanye. Right. Kanye and Pusha are uh, deep affiliates. Right. Like, they love yeah. each other. Yeah, Pusha um, runs good music. But Pusha is amazing. Absolutely right. love Pusha T. It was around and Infrared, because that, that record... Right. Uh, that that's when it, that was the crescendo of the beef. It didn't start mm-hmm. there. It started in like 2011. Yeah, that Drake was, and Pusha were throwing shots on like Take Care, and Pusha would throw shots on like, um, I <laughs> Pusha said on the Joe Budden podcast a few years ago. He said that his big issue was that he noticed he was shooting shots at Big Sean. Which when you go back and listen to I'm on one, you know, get it? Why are you here, boy? Who else says boy after their lines besides Sean at that point? You know, like so I can kind of understand. And Drake never he says everything but your name. He'll be like, yo, the guy with the Nike Philly hat and the fucking fake Ray-Ban. Sorry, Sam. You know, and, and all the, like, he'll say everything about you but your name. Yeah. That's what Drake's good at. That's and the thing, though, is, like, he's he's literally, he will say anything but your name because he has to, like, he has to be, like, savage and badass, but to, like, the, just the bare minimum where he can't actually take the confrontation. And then when he does, Pusha T exposes him for being, like, a deadbeat dad or whatever. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> a lot more than that. And that's when he, I, I think some layer, some onion layers are going to get peeled, the way listen, Pusha said. This is what happens when the third grader steals the fourth grader's juice box, okay? They lay it on him, all right? And that's what's happening now, okay? Drake is he's, he's playing in the big kid's pool. He, he swam out into the deep end. It's not his territory. And now he's, he's getting smoked. But see, I disagree because the only person that's putting Drake in the same arena as Kanye is Kanye. Why are you talking about this dude? Kanye's admitted, yo, I, I have 30 people write all my shit. We don't care. He's a visionary. He's a producer. He's Dr. Dre, basically. We don't care. Everything You're an I've seen Kanye do has been hysterical and, like, the most condescending... Just um, what, what is it called when you brush someone to the side? But like non, it's it's just non-aggressive. Like, yeah, yeah, lift yourself. For example, he threw out the Drake beat before Drake okay, put it on his why? Because why? Why does he care? Sam, I'm not going to let you escape this Drake talk. There is a reason Kanye West is obsessed with beating Drake. Okay, what the fuck? What you say. Why you talk about Kanye being obsessed with beating Drake? He's obsessed. Everything he no no no, no. hold obsessed. on no 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 everything Kanye West has done in the last five years is centered around whatever Drake has going on. Wh- when did the yay and all that shit roll out? Right before Scorpion dropped. You know what happened? Scorpion did twice the fucking numbers. All that shit did. What's happening this time around? Oh, Kanye God, wants to drop the same day. Go head to head with Drake. Why is he dictating everything in this man's life? Kanye dropped the Joe Rogan podcast on Drake's birthday last year and promoted <laughs> it on Drake's birthday. Why do you care about this motherfucker, man? 
Well, Drake did some he did some bullshit in my opinion. That's why Kanye cares so much. You're way richer. You're way better as an artist. One guy says he has more hits than the Beatles. One guy has worked with the Beatles. <laughs> there's yeah. no fucking dude. There's nothing you guys have in common. Wait, Drake said he had more hits than the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> On the Meek Mill song. <laughs> what? What? I can't even name a Drake album other than Scorpion yeah. off the top of my head. Except Certified Boy Lover, which okay. is. <laughs> you know. But you are a Drake hater. I'm a Drake hater. I'm vibes. Because you're, other, because you're a Kanye vibes. apologist. I, I feel like you're sure, apology for Kanye. Con- I'm a Kanye apologist. I'll, I'll take it 100%. I have okay. this picture screenshot I took yesterday. Okay. This was yesterday. The top albums in the USA. At number 44, we have Graduation by Kanye West. It still gets enough plays to be number 44 in the US and here at number 50 we have we have Scorpion by Drake and this is the real album album battle in my opinion so everyone go stream graduation uh, we need to retain classic. the lead. Classic album. <laughs> it's not Din- Donda versus certified boy lover. I mean there's no competition <laughs> it, it, it's, there. It's lover boy. It, it's certified lover boy. Uh, Excuse me? Yeah, because certified <laughs> boy lover. Yeah, certified boy lover <laughs> sounds like you're trying to be the baby. I, I, don't I, don't, I don't want people to be on your ass about that. Sounds like. Uh, what am I messing up? I, I thought I said it right. Boy lover. Yeah, certified boy lover by Drake. <laughs> okay. Wilder. <laughs> I, I mean, look so disappointed. B- between my Manson take and the baby thing, I, I don't want us to get totally expelled from <laughs> platforms. What's your take on the Kanye Drake beef? Why does Kanye hate this guy? Why is he so obsessed with him? I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I haven't been very invested in the beef. Um, I would say, like, I just think he's just trolling him. Like, I just think he just likes messing with him. And I do think that, you know, I don't know. I think Drake, a lot of people love Drake. And I think Kanye wants that love. I think he wants more attention on him. And, you know. Okay, that, yeah, that's a good point. I actually. think that's so. Because, like, maybe he's yeah. a better artist, but Drake is... Like, tons of people love Drake. And yeah, I can't... I Kanye com- wants that universal love. Yeah, I think he wants that universal... Uni- eh, but love. I don't think Drake's universally loved. Between the ghostwriting, the dead... Yeah. Dad, his friends. People like you that hate him just because you love Kanye so much. Like, Kanye doesn't have that issue where you love someone else so much. Maybe the fucking Drake fans. But I love Drake, but I love Kanye more. Kanye and Drake actually have a lot of the same fans, in my opinion. That's something people don't talk about. They act like it's two different bases coming together. It's not. They have the same fucking fans. So... Not me. I, I just... <laughs> that's fair. But I just... I, I respectfully disagree. I don't think Drake's more universally loved. I think Drake's more hated than Kanye. I think really? Kanye's way more respected by people and I, way I would, more I would not loved. Just by the, like, the Drake's music falls into this category of people who aren't avid music lovers. Yeah. Whereas right. Kanye, it is they recognize production talent where it's due. Whereas Drake, you know, 808s and Heartbreak came out, and then Drake was like, "Oh, okay, I'm a copy. Of this this is going to become." And that launched his career. Mm. Launched his career. He's now the 808s and Heartbreak artist, and you know. <laughs> There's a lot more to this beef that I, I feel like maybe this is a topic for another time because Donda really, there isn't too much ab- about Donda that's against Drake except maybe it's release timing. Yeah. Um, I disagree. Okay, okay. The whole song's about Drake. Really? The whole fucking song really? is about Drake. I have to look at the lyrics. I don't, I don't agree. What I Drake read... said in the song, I seen him in person, he looks like a ghost. Uh, and, and then he says something about uh, uh, they want to. He wants to link when he has no tunes. He's too worried about selling out shoes. That's obviously directed at Kanye. Here on, on Genius, what I read and what I kind of prescribed to was they were talking about how 
the quartet of Ruga, Fivio Forin, Lil Yachty, and Kanye are, are talking about how they've been personally betrayed and demonized by the media and music industry. And you can kind of see, like, it's okay, okay, like, you know what I mean? Like, someone's yelling in your ear, a manager, and you're like, okay, okay, that's kind of the vibe I got from okay, okay. And I haven't dug into every bar, every line. Maybe there's some Drake stuff in there, and I would, I would, I could see that for certain. It would actually work with a theme, I think. Yeah, I don't agree with that genius annotation, personally. Yeah, not all the genius annotations. Kanye's directly responding to Drake bars, because he said, the next line was, uh, you want to come in and play with the goat. That was the next bar. And, I mean, that's obviously, he's like, okay, like, is that on a, are, are okay, we going to okay. go or are we not going to go? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, it is, isn't it? And then I know we're not here to do a certified Loverboy review, but Drake responded. Drake had two or three songs that the whole time it was about Kanye. And let me tell you, man, he was tearing Kanye's ass up on certified Loverboy. Yeah, no, dude, you're right. This first verse in OK, OK is definitely about Drake. 100%. You can, you can interpret it that way very easily. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think that's intentional. But uh, the rest of it, not really. No, no, no. And that's fair. I, I think just that one song. Um, anything else on the, on the Drake-Kanye thing? I think Kanye, for whatever reason, centers his whole universe around Drake. And I don't get it. I personally think Drake smashed his fucking wife. Yeah, I disagree. I think, I, think, I think it's both of them are being childish. I think Drake is obsessed with Kanye, and Kanye is obsessed with Michael And that's Drake, true. Obsessed with Kanye. I don't think it's Kanye necessarily <laughs> Wait, caring about that again. I think Kanye, Kanye is obsessed with making Drake obsessed about him. I think that's Kanye pretty... is so fucking crazy. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong? Is that not like the... When you say it like that, I actually agree. <laughs> that That's what go. makes it funny. Like, I actually agree with you when you say it like that. Like, I can see that. Kanye the lift yourself is obs- thing is such like a poking the oh bear. Oh, my like, God. He, he, oh, wants, he wants the smoke, right? Yeah. Like, this is America and the Soviet Union, and we're just like, no. no just no. This isn't <laughs> Which, by be the way, anymore. Drake on that beat, I don't want to hear that. What the fuck was Drake ever going to say on Lift Yourself? That's not a Drake beat. It's Drake. <laughs> What's he going to say on any beat? <laughs> Why do you hate Drake so much? I'm really sad. <laughs> because at the end of the podcast we did with me, you, and Haley, you started getting into it, but we were doing more so the hats and the fashion design stuff. It's his little face, his little, his little voice. He's a little third grader. Oh, I God. Just, He's so know, whiny. I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to beat him up. I want to be the bully in the playground. <laughs> but why? I don't like him. Just, what? You, just because he disses Kanye? <laughs> oh no, no. Okay, okay. So I actually I got into the Drake. I, I got into Drake sort of at post uh, the Pusha drama. I followed Pusha and Drake. I didn't really see the whole Kanye thing until a little later. Mm. Um, and I love Pusha. So initially I, I was too. like I hate Drake because of Pusha. Pusha's awesome. Drake's right. a deadbeat dad. Whatever. Pusha fucking murdered them. Yeah. Now my opinion is just that Drake's petty and his music has this broad commercial appeal. And he knows that he's not like this artistic genius that all his all the people he hates are, like like Pusha and Kanye. You know they make waves. They change the music yeah. game. They come out with things that genuinely, you know, they're genuinely passionate projects. They're inspired projects. They're innovative projects. What does Drake make <laughs> other than like commercial Walmart? projects? He yeah. makes like the, the equivalent of Walmart for music. Uh, I think. Okay. My personal opinion. Yeah. Very broad, good for everyone, but not actually a good product. Yeah. 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 I don't actually hate it. I don't despise his music. Okay. Um, I think that would be kind of, you'd have to be very possessed by um, like allegiances to Kanye and Pusha and stuff like that to, to hate Drake's music. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's yeah. just not good, in my opinion. Okay. Fair I just enough. find him whiny. I just think his Ooh, voice is annoying. Boy. He does. He yeah. whines like a bitch. He does. All the songs. <laughs> like, what are you whining about? You're worth $100 million. <laughs> Do you see your house? Like, yeah, like, I do, he still, like, there's sometimes he, he, he says some real shit, but 
Um, I, I have a take later on that I think is going to actually surprise you guys. But let's talk about where Donda ranks and Kanye's whole discography. So we're going to exclude, for the listeners, we're going to exclude Watch the Throne because I was with Jay. Kitsy Ghost because I was with Cuddy. And we're going to exclude Cruel Summer because that uh, was a good music. Do we have music. to cut out Kitsy Ghost? It doesn't count. It's, it's a Kanye record. Yeah. I no. Oh, I, 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 I think that's more of a Kanye record, record personally. Yay is is pure Kanye, it's him alone it's in Wyoming, uh, shouting into the sky. All right, all right, I'm ignoring your opinion on Ye because it's wrong. <laughs> Kitsy Ghosts literally has a song called, uh, go, uh, what, Free, which is Ghost Town Part 2. Yeah. Um, it's free. thematically, yeah, right. they are thematically intertwined. And I think that, actually, this is an opinion I expressed to uh, a friend of mine named Rick Caesar um, on just in the DMs a little bit ago. I think if Kitsy Ghosts and Ye were together on one project, if they made one album... Um, it would be a much better work because the theme they're thematically intertwined and the one album finishes off the other one yeah you have the true. you have the the free feeling on, on ghost town but at the end of the day it still feels kind of um lonely um outcast Sad. kanye which is something that comes up on donda a lot um and you have it end on that note about him being a dad and, and like his daughters and his family but then on this next album that comes out you have this anthemic uh, part two to free, where it's like now he's emboldened, he's brazen, he's coming at you strong. Right. And I'm like, oh Ty my Dolla god! Signs can on you it, imagine? Great. Can you imagine if they were one after the other? Ghost Town into Ghost Town Part Two. I don't two? like the first Ghost Town. I don't like Yay. Well, uh, that's, that's that. despite the point. I, I just oh, I hold think on. That they would be a much no, 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 no. Better. How do you not like Yay? We're, we're doing a okay. I love that's the best song. You know who wrote the entire hook? Someone else. Yeah, I know Kanye had a Ghost Rider oh. tracks on on Yay. Wait, which one? Because I know Ghost Town has the party next Yikes. door. Oh. Yeah, parties on Ghost Town. Drake wrote the entire hook for Yikes. What? You know what the best really? hook on Ye is? Yikes. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I it's not fucking... Uh, so that song is yeah, fucking... How the what? fuck are you guys... That's so funny. No fucking way you guys are going to defend that right now. Seriously? All mine? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Let yeah. me hit a raw like yeah. fuck the outcome. <laughs> Ain't none of us would be here without. Co- are terrible, we serious right terrible now? Terrible lyrics, but it's classic Kanye. It's, it's classic. not no, a Kanye. Man. No, man. No, it's not, man. That's not <laughs> classic. Nothing. It's no. garbage. Kanye makes funny like sex jokes. It's just something he's <laughs> it's done. Something that he's changed. done it through all of his music. It it's on, funny. It changed oh. on, uh, on on Jesus is King. Even Kids League Ghosts had the. <laughs> Uh, fourth Dimension song where he's like, I'm in the wrong hole. Right, right. Uh-huh. Okay, that's fair. See, so, that, I thought that was good. I like that. Not, they don't always land, but they're corny. It's always been corny. He's always been a corny dude. He's I think they're funny. Corny-headed little dog, all right? Okay, that's fair. Anyway, we have to talk also, about Donda and okay, the other okay. albums. We do have to, we have to get on track. Right. Yes. Um, uh, we are. Okay, but here's my deal with Ye, because we keep going back and forth on Ye. I don't like Ye because you could tell... Here's the thing with the discrepancy between that and Kitsy Ghost. Kitsy Ghost sounds like they went to Wyoming all throughout 2017, early 2018 before it dropped, and made an album. They sat down, had conversations, had dinners, had all-nighters, drinking monsters, talking. Just Just for Kitsy Ghost, too. Right. Yeah, Yeah, him, Cuddy, Pusha, whoever else was there, whoever else, you know, Mike Dean, all those guys. And they sat and made an album, how music is supposed to be made. I know, yeah, poor Mike (laughs) Dean. Fuck, dude, he looks so tired, Moment of silence for Mike Dean. (laughs) (laughs) The problem with Ye is that he went back and admitted after he went and did the fucking slavery and a choice, whatever he said, I love Trump. He made that album in like three weeks. Yeah. And you then just tell. dropped it. But it's, right. But look, for a three-week album, like it. that is still better than anything like, oh my God, that Ghost Town uh, Ghost Town is one of the best songs of 2018. I stand by that. I will, I will say that any day. 
if not the best song of 2018. See, I, I like No Mistakes more than... Um, no Mistakes. Yeah, no Charlie mistakes. Wilson killed the hook. And, oh, yeah. And Kanye had uh, his singing. Uh, his singing's phenomenal, but he was Gets his singing was good. Yeah. Donda, Donda really has a lot of Kanye's best singing yet, I would say. Kanye's one of the few. Practicing. Him, T-Pain, that literally sound better. Like, I wish their talking voice wasn't auto-tune. Because like, yeah. they sound that good with auto-tune, in my opinion. Like, Kanye... His voice was made for auto-tune. Like, it's almost just, like, it's hard to explain. People don't like it because, you know, well, I think... you say auto-tune was made for Kanye's voice? This is Kanye we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Post Malone... <laughs> He's the center of the universe. Right. Post Malone's great. Yeah, I, I think Post Malone's another guy that, like, it's made for a voice like that. Like, your voice is still great on its own. You can still go to a concert and do, you know, your naked voice. But with the auto-tune, it just puts a whole other level to it. Um, Agreed. That's the reason that I don't like Ye very much. I feel like Kid Seagulls was... It's same with Daytona. Daytona is like him and Pusha sat there for months on end in cold ass Wyoming and just made the album. Pusha said they spent like, Kanye got like a 5,000 records and just played them all day, every day, and tried to get samples and p- pick the best seven. And like, Santa, uh, yeah, there's right. really good sampling. Yeah, in the project. fucking the games we play, like the piano on there is the nuts. Games like, we play, Rick Ross. Yeah. yeah, hard piano's good. Like, all those, so, you know, they sounded like they sat there and made the album. Yay, it was not like that. Where does Donda rank in Kanye's discography? Wilder, I'll let you go first, man. What do you think about Donda? Where does it rank? This is album number 10. Man, I mean, I don't... I'm not sure if I fully, like... I don't know. It's such a difficult question. <laughs> it's such a difficult question. The thing about this question, Blake, is... First of all, you, no one can actually objectively make a list exactly. on anything. If you've ever looked at a top albums of... of the 2010s list, they all generally have like certain records, like the right. Kendrick Lamar one, um, Pippa Butterfly, Doctors of Fantasy. They yeah. have they have those towards the top, right. but everything there's so many records that's just garbage, and you're like, why is this on here, or why is this more relevant than this? Right. It's so completely subjective, and I hate subjectivity in art. I hate when people are talking about it because it's just a it. A lot of the times, it's a cop out. But when it comes to Donda, it's not just the music. Am I looking at just the music? It's also I'm looking at Kanye's character. How has Kanye's character evolved? In that way, I kind of feel like every Kanye record is better than the last to Kanye's development as a person. You know what I mean? Because he's gone on such an incredible arc. We have all these um, we have all these incredible highlights and moments. You see him at his worst. You see him at his best. Um, and so in that way, you could make a case for Donda even being the best Kanye album, where it's been this progress progression for Kanye. You feel like things on The Life of Pablo are fully realized on Donda. Even if you think The Life of Pablo is a better record, you might be like, oh, okay, but Donda achieves this better. You have elements of Yeezus. It's, Donda feels like an anthology of, of Kanye's work. It pulls in the best from almost every project he's done previously. It's very long-winded, yes, but why it's it it feels intentional it feels deliberate um and we'll get more into that a little later when we're talking about the tracks but there is a legitimate case to be made for this being at least top three kanye records i that's what i would say and where it would be in there for me is undetermined i usually change my kanye um like scaling after listening to the other records uh, more. I haven't had the opportunity to do that. Donda hasn't been out for long enough. I've listened to the album over and over a couple of times. I really enjoy Donda. Would I say it's his best work? I don't want to make that claim off the bat Please you know, don't. On, on the record. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I do think it's really good. And I, okay. if I had to pick a favorite Kanye record, I think last time I talked to you, I said Yeezus. 
Um, yes, you did say Yeezus. It's so hard to pick a favorite, though. It's, like, yeah. impossible. You could say any Kanye record as your favorite, and someone would be like, oh, yeah, I see that. You know what I mean? They'd be like, oh, okay, the only ones you couldn't get away with are the collaborations, like Cruel Summer and Watch the Throne. Right. People would be like, what the, you're tripping. But, but it, even Throne was... You told me 808s is your favorite. And yeah, I love 808s. I, I love hear it. that, and I'm like, I disagree, but now, after listening to 808s more... Personally, uh, since you said that, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of small details on this record I never picked up on. And uh, now I can see why someone would put it as their favorite. Yeah. Even if I would He wouldn't. had, what, four features? Uh, Wayne, Jeezy, Cuddy, and Mr. Hudson. Mm-hmm. Everyone did great. Fuck yeah. I mean, look, every album, every artist has a couple duds. There's, there's a few duds on uh, 808s and whatnot, but... Yeah, I don't think that's his best album. That's my favorite. I want to make that clear. That's my favorite. I don't think it's his best work, though. Yeah. Um, Wilder, it's good I, to you, man. I'd say it's in, like, top five. I, I would. I'd say, like, probably what's up there, not necessarily for me, but, like, as best would be, like, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Jesus would be up there. Hmm. I'm trying to, like, you know, like, some of the classics like that would more be up there. For me, personally, I would say Kids See Ghost and Ye, if we're counting it. Or yay. And then um, Life of Pablo. I'd say it, it's like the fifth best, probably. And those, I feel like those four records could switch. Totally. Totally switch. In At like, any point, and it would, you would have a different reason yes. for it. Yeah, I wouldn't say Donda could move around as much. I feel like it's probably like maybe fifth best record. Okay. Personally. Right. Yeah. I, 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 just wanna, I just wanted to point out that I think Donda has a lot more... Um, if you were to put it in his discography, because it, it feels like this grand anthology of all his music, it's really it's really hard. Like, because when you pick a favorite Kanye album, he has such different sounds across every project. Exactly. Right. A lot of people pick Life of Pablo off the cuff for that reason, not because it's even the best album, but because it covers all the bases. And so you're like, I get to say I like the Kanye West record, and that's why someone might pick something like Donda as number one. Not saying I would necessarily, but. I could definitely see I could definitely see a case being made. What do you well, Oh oh god. <laughs> I was trying to Here say it without breaking, but what do you think of a Drake saying he has more hits than the Beatles? I think I've never gotten Drake, that strong of a reaction from you on anything. I th- I think uh <laughs> I don't That was you, a great reaction. What is there to say? I wish there was a video. I have more hits than the Beatles. I have more slaps, he listen, said. I got more slaps listen, than the Beatles. This is the equivalent. This reminds me of, of, of Drake bringing R. Kelly on Uncertified Boy Lover and, and pretending that it's like this. That's not the name of the album. What are you talking about? What's the name of the album? <laughs> Lover Boy, not Boy. That's what I said. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Drake brought on R. Kelly, and this is like his version he of controversy. He didn't bring on R. Kelly, man. He samples him, correct? Later. That's what I, I remember. I think so. On one of the songs, he samples R. Kelly. This okay. is K- Drake's version of being like, oh, I'm edgy. I can do Kanye. I'm, I've got controversy, guys. <laughs> and then you have Kanye just freaking Actually doing it well. Marilyn Manson on stage. And Drake's like, dear God, I can't even have this. Right. But I can't that's even like, have the edginess. That's him with the Beatles. Is he has to say something like, he has to say like, oh, man, I've, I have more hits than the Beatles. The Beatles, of course, are... are um, amazing, fantastic, especially if you study music history. Maybe they don't live up to you personally today, to what you like to listen to, but if if you have a historical lens of how rock music and rap music evolved, everything ties back to the Beatles. Phenomenal. They have so many... Absolutely everything. Exactly. And if you hate the Beatles, I highly recommend that you go um, listen to them with more of an open mind. Maybe maybe research how rock music unfolded, because they're integral. Um, They're they're 
extremely important. Dude, even their number one hits yeah. were like Come God. Together, fucking. Uh, oh Jesus! It slipped my mind now. Yesterday, but, uh, Yesterday. yeah, that's another one. Like, there's even their number ones are just like, dude. Like, you could hear the instruments and in just each ear with headphones, and how you know back then they were doing mono recording. It wasn't even stereo recording yeah. yet, and it, it, it's we don't gotta get into the Beatles, but yeah, it, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. So let me go through the whole discography. And this, if you guys haven't noticed, we're 50 minutes in. This is for the Kanye stands only, okay? And I, I consider myself a Kanye stan. I just don't forgive as much as Sam does, I think, in my opinion. I, I actually, I think a lot of people who aren't Kanye stands are going to enjoy this bit because I think there's a lot to say. And I think um, it might shed some light for some people on what Donda is necessarily because a, yeah. a lot of people are saying that this is like avant-garde and weird and they just are casting it aside. If you're calling Donda avant-garde, you've never heard avant-garde music. <laughs> I will I will play you some Cosmo Grandma. We'll we'll stick on some swans. Some swans music. <laughs> uh, we know me and Wilder both know plenty of just disgustingly weird stuff to <laughs> shove in your face and it's all okay. great. But Donda is not avant-garde. Maybe this will shed some light on, maybe help you appreciate it. We're, we want to cover each track, kind of. Maybe not every single track. But like I said, I'm, I'm going to surprise you guys with my take. All right. Okay. okay. College Dropout, 2004, his debut. Late Registration, 2005. Okay. Graduation, 2007. 808's and Heartbreak after Miss Donda West uh, unfortunately passed away. This was, and his fiance left him all in like a span of six months. Kanye was <laughs> fucking broken on this album. Yes, Hence sir. the name. Uh, that was 2008. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. This was after the Taylor Swift, Ayo Taylor, all that fucking bullshit. He went to Hawaii for a year and had Naj, Jay-Z, Pusha, everyone come out and help him the whole time. It was fucking great. Yeezus, 2013. This is the start of the psychotic bipolar mental breakdown, in my opinion, on record, on wax. 2016, The Life of Pablo. 2018, Yay. 2019, Jesus is King. Present day, we are at Donda, 2021. Um, Donda's number eight. For you. Yeah. Okay. Which is not as bad as you've kind of portrayed <laughs> in your hatred of it. Yeah, just, you guys, just so the listener knows, in our conversations with, well, my conversations personally with Blake, leading up to this podcast, he was like, certified boy lover, better than, better than I, Donda. I said, I said that to troll you. Donda, worst record. I, I kind of get that. Yeah, I was definitely I, trolled. Yeah, I was definitely <laughs> trolling you hard. Certified boy lover. <laughs> I, Wilder better be grateful I wasn't in the fucking dairy case with him because, dude, he would have got an earful from me. I love to talk, and, dude, I, I would have been, been going off. Okay, the first five albums, in my opinion, Kanye is one of the very few artists that has five fucking classics. All his first five are classics in any music genre, any time period, and all of them are super personal. They're super layered. They're super charismatic. They're funny. Great features. Everyone does their thing on them. The best one, in my opinion, his best album is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Because mm. that would have been career suicide if that was a bad album. His career would have been done. He would have been over with. Kanye West the Legend would have never grew after the Taylor Swift, because that's how bad his PR was. Look, My Beautiful Dark is a fantastic album. Um, it is... Is it, it is a 6 great. out of 10? It is not <laughs> a 6 out of 10. Anger. It is, to me, uh, I would actually give it an 8. Um, which so a lot of people will, will scathe. I'd give it like an 8 I, I love the every production. track on that album. Every is track great. is fantastic, but there is something to be said about the um, and I, I get that the themes are all to be as maximalist as possible, which is something I want to talk about when we get to Donda track by track. Um, he's supposed to be portraying himself way bigger than he is. The album's supposed to be larger than life, 
But um, in a lot of places, it feels like it's done to a fault. And then, like we mentioned, I think pre um, pre podcast, there's the blame game track. There's just some things. It's that kind have, of a weak track. Not bad. Track. Yeah. It's not bad. It's, it's fantastic. Weak. It's just that it's just I've heard weak, Apex yeah. Twins um, song that it's based off of uh, the, the the one he sampled for the track before I heard that track. So when I did hear it, it was completely underwhelming. It's kind of like, what are you going to do something with this? Um, and so <laughs> it, it's kind of like it's not it's not un uh, it's not completely unflawed and then that grandioseness of it I feel like I really have to be in the mood for it I really really do um, because it's really he's indulging himself to the maximum throughout that entire project I do love it an 8 for me is I I think I I regard that as a very positive score Um, so yeah I don't know it's not too long there's 13 tracks I think it's like 55 minutes Mm -hmm. Um, I do think the first half is much better than the second half that is something I, I agree. Oh, oh same. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I totally agree. Which is why I would give it I, a I mean, and Kanye has always done this, but this is the first album where he had uh, Nicki Minaj was doing the intro. You might think you've caused so a scene. Good. You know, like she's doing the whole thing, but it's good. She's She sounds good. Um, the features are all well-placed. Uh, Jay-Z's on two different songs. He had fucking half of Wu-Tang throughout. Ghostface killed his shit on Gorgeous. Yeah. Raekwon killed it on um, uh, So Appalled. Uh, Rizzo was on So Appalled, or maybe I got those backwards. Uh, I think Raekwon was on uh, Gorgeous. But anyway, half of Wu-Tang's on the fucking album. And like I said, everyone went to Hawaii. You could tell he went to some remote island. He went to uh, Kauai or whatever it's called. Uh, I'm sure I'm butchering that. And just fucking looked at the pink mountains or whatever and just got the inspiration. It's fucking great. It's a good album. Jesus, like, I'm going to use your term, bombastic. Fucking explosive. outrageous. Yeah, explosive. It, it, explosive. Doesn't give a fuck. Raging against face. the machine. Everything about m- what My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy wanted to portray. Like, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy felt like critic bait, in, in a sense, where he's he's doing this. <laughs> he's, he's saying that I'm the biggest thing ever, like power and stuff, but he's being safe. He is being safe. It's There's not mm. too many musical mm. risks. There, every, every track is perfectly mm. executed. But there isn't too much to be said in the way of, like, is this experimental? No one would argue that. Yeezus, meanwhile, Yeezus comes in and you've got these droning oh uh, big synths. Yeah, Daft Punk's fucking, the, the yeah. on-site, oh, yeah. oh, dude, oh. they fucking on killed it. Oh, my, oh my God. And this is something um, Anthony Fantano, who Black we all hate. Uh, I like Fantano. Curse, curse him. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Fantano <laughs> said, Here that comes Yeezus, the Kanye stand him again. said that Yeezus was uninspired. He, he thought that, like, he'd heard music that sounded like Yeezus before it came out. I don't care. This is what Kanye does. He takes sounds and he brings them to the forefront. And he and innovates on point. top of them. And Yeezus, to the average listener, was something you had never been exposed to Ever. before. It was nuts at the time. And it takes it that. It still's nuts. Yeah, no, it takes that ego from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and it says, you know what, now we're not going to get a 10 out of 10 score from every single critic website ever. We're going to get like a 4 or a 5 because we're going to do something so incredibly different it will only be acknowledged years down the line, which I think it is now. I think people And it's now years down the line. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I mean, okay, so track list. I mean, onside, fucking great. Black Skinhead, one of the best basketball, football, workout songs ever. Oh, yeah. Love hooping to that. I am a god is my favorite song <laughs> because it's god. it's so it's a total bipolar mental breakdown. He's just talking shit about how great he is at fucking just the beats and everything. The doom 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 like the 808 is just fucking hitting and just the switch up and just the voices, the screaming. It's it's beautiful. New slaves, I love it. It's very hypocritical. Kanye's a humongous hypocrite in my opinion. One of mm-hmm. his back draws, but everyone's got character defects um, because he just made a whole motherfucking album with Jay Z about the shit he's railing against on New Slaves, and then 
later on on Jesus, he's doing the same shit. He's talking about, you know, and I, I've been the Louis Vuitton Don. He's doing the, but you just railed against this shit for four minutes on New Slaves. <laughs> so that's hypocritical. Hold My Liquor with Chief Keef. Fucking phenomenal. Amazing song. I'm in it. Uh, I'm not into it. I, I hate that record. I, He's like talking every, about, I love every song on, on Jesus. I, is that the one where he said, uh, I'm eating Asian pussy, I just need some sweet and sour sauce? Was that that one? I look, think this so. Is another more, this is another one of Kanye's cringy sex jokes. Yeah. Look, he does them on every record up until <laughs> Jesus is King. It's I just classic need Kanye. sweet and sour sauce. I mean, come on. That's <sighs> such a good... Like freaking it's funny. pun to throw yeah. in there or whatever. I, I don't my, know. my favorite record is I Am a God, but the best record on this album is Blood on the Leaves. When I say Kanye's oh, auto tune yeah. is I just need to clear my mind now. Like and then the fucking the, Blood the, on the leaves. Yeah, the, the sample. I forget what the sample's from. Oh. Uh, um you, uh, you guys would know this the, shit. The, man. the one's famous singer, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm Ella Fitzgerald. Yes. I love yeah. Fitzgerald's sample. Incredible. I love that, oh my God, that song by itself is just an incredible song. And it the is. history, if you know the history, it's it's some intense stuff. Yeah, it's some dark. It's about like society shit. Yeah, slavery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty heavy. Yeah, absolutely. What? Um, slavery? Yeah. Blood on the leaves? <laughs> yeah, come on, I'm man. Kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, you're a good troll. Uh, guilt Trip. Not a huge fan. That's the one Cuddy's on. I- I'm not a huge fan. That's forgettable. Send it up. I think that was more of a club record. You know, this is the craziest shit in the club since End of Club. Yeah. I-, I-, I might run around, put my whip in the back. Whatever the fuck he said about it. <laughs> uh, Bound 2, great outro. We're not here to do all the uh, former albums, but I-, I do like Jesus more looking back. Um, and there is definitely some good bombastic going nuts kind of shit on there. Life of Pablo is his best album of the last decade, in my opinion. Um, and Jesus is better than Donda, so that's why I put Jesus now above it. But I would put his first five, honestly, his first seven albums, I'd put above his last three. Graduation? Yeah. Really? Uh, Gradu- you don't, you don't graduation, like graduation did not age well. I, it's a good album, but it's, it didn't age very It's much. good for its time, but now it's just like very old, kind of c- cliche Kind of, in my opinion. And I wonder now. When I heard that uh, first, I was like sixteen, I think, and I was like, "It's great when you're young." Six, I, I love this song. It was like so simple and cute, and I did, I hated Jesus. <laughs> I hated everything Kanye did that was like actually good. Uh, and now I, I kind of think of it as like the record that took the least risks. But yeah. it is a good record. It is a good record. It's like the I, safest I it's record. Bad. It's just very, very safe. Yeah. He definitely, that's more Daft Punk samples and, and production. Daft Punk is really popping off. He went on tour with them around the world after that album came out. That was uh, him he, at his most like critically like okay. Like I don't know what right. the term would be. Like the most politically critically correct, acclaimed. Maybe. Yeah. Like yeah, he politically just, correct. Right. He, this was after him. the Bush bullshit. It was before uh, Miss Donda passed away. He was still with his fiance. It was his most, if you will, safe. Like you guys said, it's a safe album. That is probably the safest time of his career. I still love that album. It's definitely like a concert album. And that has its similarities to Donda as well. Donda to me is a stadium album. It's not a studio album. It's not a put on my Beats headphones album. It is a, I need to be at the concert in the arena in the I, football stadium I kind disagree. of thing. I disagree. I disagree. Okay. And we'll right. get into it. Well, we'll we get should we'll talk get about this. I keep running the circles. Life of Pablo is great. The only albums that are worse, in my opinion, than Donda, and the worst is a bad name, but Ye's is worse album. Get it the fuck out of here. He rushed it. There's two good songs. Don't and Drake was half the reason that was even a good song. Disagree. Get it, get it the fuck well, too. Well, Drake, yeah. wrote, Drake wrote the hook, so... This is some Blake Mayfield bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right? I didn't say I Drake couldn't this. write a good line. He just can't, like, sing. <laughs> and then Jesus is King. There's a couple tracks, but overall, it, it just seems like it's it's 
a, a bad attempt at uh, gospel. Sunday service choir is great. I, I love follow God. I love uh, hands on. Hands on. Jesus actually. King was never. Everyone wants to like compare it to Kanye's discography. It's not really fair. What else are we gonna compare it to? I know, I know, I know, I know. And, and when you do compare it to his discography, it's certainly weaker. But it's a good album. It is a good album. You, it, it has good production. Yeah, it's not trash. The the lyrics on some of it is kind of corny, but they're Christian bars. You know, he wants his wife right. and kids to listen to this. Uh, it's a family kind of project. It's not what people expect from Kanye <laughs> at all. There's no cum jokes from Kanye. It's a first. Dang it. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> You were really hoping for that? But I was got it for that, man. I think for what it is, <laughs> Jesus is King is great. I enjoy the record. I don't return to it often, but I... I some of the tracks I remember fondly. Yeah. You know what the best part? This is going to sound bad. You know what the best part of this album is? What? The cover. Of Donda? No, Jesus oh. is King. The blue record. I, I love the cool. blue. The blue is just fucking great. It is a good cover. It's yeah. a great. It's a royal blue. I just love it. I yeah, love the fucking fantastic. cover. And also, not for nothing, because we're going to get into how just bloated this fucking album is. Jesus is King, very concise, very, I think, focused in a way. 27 Far minutes. Far more focused than Donda, but right. we will get into that. 27 minutes, 11 tracks. Uh, he had clips, which is Pusha T and his brother uh, Malice, uh, now known as No Malice, because he's a uh, Christian himself. He turned uh, Christian. No <laughs> Um, uh, he was on the outro of the album. But yeah, Follow God. I love Hands On. I still go back to Hands On because he's talking about some real shit, you know. Yeah. Um, I love the sample. Fred Hammond killed it on there. And yeah, I, I, I don't mind Jesus is King. I, I can go back to that way before I will go back to You're not going to talk about the saxophone? On, on, on which one? King? Which track is it? Oh, Kenny G. Wait. The one Kenny with the clips. G. Yeah, Kenny G is phenomenal. That's part of the album, yeah. in my opinion. I, uh, anyway. That's fair. I'll give you that. Um, that's all I really remember from that album, and that's why it's number nine to me. Yay's number ten. Donna's number eight. Um, Gross. What are we gonna? <laughs> what are we gonna get your brother in here? Do you want me to pause this and we call him up and stuff? Yeah. We, so we my brother uh, Davy Legend has. We want to bring him on to talk about some of the tracks. Um, so I, I was thinking we'd bring him on when we start doing uh, track by track. Okay. Well, let's do one more thing then before we call sure. him up. Is Donda Kanye's best album since Pablo? Yes. Okay. What I has think come so out too. since Pablo? Yay. Yay. Uh, Kitsy Ghost. And I love Jesus both of those King. records. Jesus King. Love that record too. I th I'm sure Wilder, you don't agree with this because you love those. <laughs> yeah. 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 But no, Donda, Donda, like I said earlier, I feel like it's the anthology of Kanye West. We touch almost all the bases. We'll talk about why that's the case. And for that reason, um, it's really special in his discography. It does what Life of Pablo did, and I argue it does it better. Um, and we'll talk about that. I see that you have this, like, your eyes, they, they quivered. You're, you're like, no. Everyone always notices my eyes. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I guess tell. I start getting this weird, like, psychopathic look when I disagree with people. Because people, <laughs> people can always tell when I'm coming with some... I understand why people would disagree. I talked to tons of Kanye stands um, that I know they're actual, like, die for him stands. It's not what I am at all. I'm just a, I'm a fan <sighs> who loves, loves the personality, loves his music. You're an apologist. Yeah, in some some regards, I'd say yeah. an apologist. Nothing um, wrong with that. If he did something truly evil, I would not back him up. Okay, but but Kanye um, on on Donda, he 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 does what Life of Pablo did, where he kind of takes all of his sounds throughout his career and then um, recycles them in, in some way, in some capacity. He uses those motifs again, the production styles, and. Um, I think it's more focused and coherent than Life of Pablo is. Life of Pablo is mm. super erratic, for mm. better or for worse. It is all over the place. And Donda is also erratic, but less so. And um, okay. that's a very mild reason to think that it's it's better. But uh, 
there's a lot more in the way of like the tr the tracks themselves that we, we'll get to talking about that I think makes it stand out. Man, you boy, you want to get to those tracks? I want to. Let's I want to. <laughs> I want to do the track by track analysis. We've been me and Wilder have been thinking about this independently. Uh, we've shared a few thoughts before this, but for the most part, um, we're gonna we're gonna hear each other out for the first time. You as well, Blake. Yeah. I'm sure you'll have some choice words, and then David. <laughs> choice words. When when Davy when Davy joins, he'll nice. have some artistic and musical expertise to yeah. bring. I'm excited to hear this because I don't. I'm not a music guy. I don't know what that means. Yeah, he's a producer. David so I hears a track and he hears the layers. He hears what's going on. He hears um, where it's going. He can pick out um, everything that your casual listener like us. We're consumers. Right. Um, we are consumers of Kanye's music. David, being in the industry, um, he has a different perspective. Right. He builds. He's a producer himself. He builds tracks, so he has a unique take on on a, a lot of this. A lot of this. So. I think it'll be interesting to bring in. Maybe we should call him up now. Uh, I don't know. I want to get Wilder's take. Is this his sure. best album since Pablo? Sounds like it's a no That's from right. you. No. Okay. Definitely not. Uh, I think <sighs> if I think Yay or Kid See Ghost is better. Okay. I do. Okay. If we were counting Kid See Ghost, I would totally agree because that album is so. It is fantastic. Oh I god, think that that's his best work since Beautiful Doctors of Fantasy. Yeah. I, they sat down yeah, for six months and made that good. album. Yeah, that album is. It is more coherent great. than yeah. Donda. Oh I God! Argue. It's more coherent. But the production's better. It's Him amazing. and Cuddy sound better. The features are better. Here, here's something. The I, fucking rollout was better. This has to be really short, but the thing about Ye and Kids See Ghosts is uh, you can't. It's hard to call them top tier Kanye because of how short they are. When you have a longer record, um, there is a lot more that can go wrong. When you're making right. a movie, it is very different than making a short film. Right. True. Um, you can make a perfect short film just by virtue of it being short. Uh, you don't have to care about as many things. You can focus on very small, intricate, thing, intricate things. It can be really yeah. good, but I think movies will always be better because you have more opportunity to say things, and there's so much more that can go wrong. And I feel like Kanye, these are risk-free um, little releases, Kids See Ghost and Ye, compared to... Other projects where you know things did go wrong, things you know you can see the flaws. You can also see what's amazing, um, and that's why I feel like you know calling Kitsy Ghosts his best album isn't really fair because of we gotta just give Cuddy some of that prop, like Cuddy's oh. singing and his just Cuddy in general and Kanye's awesome. discography. That was more of a Cuddy album credit. too, in my opinion. Yeah. If we're being honest, a return. It was a right. return. Say, after that's his more of a cutty comeback. God bless him. It yeah. was. After Gotta the travesty that is speeding bullet to heaven. Oh, oh Jesus. my God. Okay, but we can't. We can't. We no, can't see tomorrow. Let's we not can't. get it. <laughs> let's. Another day. Another day. <laughs> that's the worst album of the last decade. I can't get through a single track, and there's like 24 of them. I've never listened to it. I can't. Dude, I, I can't. can't. I tried. I can't do it. I did try. It. I did try. Fantano gave Cuddy a zero and a ten in the same decade. Incredible. <laughs> Just put that in perspective. We're going to call up Davey Legend from X3, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Sergeant Kipling's brother, and we'll be right back in one second. All right, guys, and we are back. So we are joined now by co-founder and also uh, Sergeant's brother, Mr. Davey Legend from X3, located here in Redding, California. He is out in Los Angeles right now working on some stuff, so he is not in the studio with us, but he was very nice to... and. Uh, I'm very grateful for you to come on here. Thanks for coming on, Davey. We're going to talk about Kanye's favorite tracks and give a breakdown of all of them. How are you? And uh, what are your favorite tracks, man? What's up? What do you think about Donda? Hell yeah, bro. I'm excited to be here. Um, dude, as for Donda, I'm, I was very excited. Another, there was another, I don't know how much you guys talked about before I came on because I'm literally just popping on this um, right now. But the lead up was really, really crazy. There's a lot of hype around it, and then you 
got to hear a lot of different versions of it before it was finished, which we don't even know if it's fully finished right now. So, um, my opinion is that it, it wasn't finished. I mean, even though he said it wasn't, but I think it was really not finished. I think, honestly, he would have taken, like, another, like, one to two months, honestly, still to, like, finish up tracks. Because um, I think my main, my only gripe with the album, I think, is that there wasn't as many drums and it wasn't as theatrical as his other albums which is fine which is really good but i think that he wanted there to be more because if you hear some of the drums on it they're not even mixed um in the same kind of way that most of his other stuff is which makes me feel like there were still demo um drums on there um but as for my favorite tracks after that little, little thing i think my favorite tracks are probably um favorite favorite is come to life um then Jonah, then Pure Souls, and then Moon. Um, just this is like my top four. Uh, all uh, great picks, honestly. Yeah, good ones, really. Yeah. What are yeah, the songs you fucking funny. hate, man? <clears throat> well, what are the songs that it's like, what the fuck? What's going on? What'd you say? Well, what are the songs that you just can't stand? What are the, the songs that you're just like, dude, why is this even on the album? Oh, bad songs. I mean, the Donda chant would have made way more sense if he explained more that it was like her heartbeat because that's no i think that's uh, super cool we'll get into that we'll get into that <laughs> we will talk about that okay because that that's like a super cool artistic choice but he didn't say anything so everybody's like oh what's this but at the same time i think that that's like almost kanye being kanye he kind of like wants people to like freak out um tracks that i wasn't super obsessed with um what'd you think of juna Junior. Oh, junior? Fuck, I'm gonna have to see. I don't even know the song by name. I like, Dude, know how, Junior Watanabe on my That one. Okay. I thought that one was cool. I thought that, I, honestly, bro, I don't have. There's none on here that were like, why is this on here? And it, they're all good songs, is the thing. I think maybe towards the end of the album, like, he has so many part twos to where it was like, uh, maybe at least have a different name for it. And like, Jail having the same beat was a little monotonous for me. We actually we have some insight on that. Um, the part twos are apparently bonus tracks. The album officially ends on uh, "No Child Left Behind." Yeah. The part twos were just takes that had different um, people come on, and this is, I guess, a, a a sort of criticism you could make about Kanye. He never releases deluxe versions, so these alternate tracks, uh, he. I guess him or the label just didn't know what to do with them. Uh, they, they apparently had equal right to be on the album. So instead of doing a deluxe version, Kanye just slapped them at the end, which I think was uh, not very inspired. But no, they're still I, cool. I think, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that. That's really cool. I thought that that was like all part of it. But it makes way more sense that the album ends on No Child Left Behind because that's kind of how all his uh, live viewings ended too yeah so i think the way that he could have done that to make that really artistic would have been to put that on like maybe just a vinyl only yeah Mm, yeah and then that incentivizes you know fans to even buy the vinyls and stuff which actually would probably be more revenue for him but david are you saying that kanye has has foresight in any capacity yes yes and no that kind of foresight at least Kanye, I remember I watched a Kanye interview and he was saying like he, he like refuses to tell anybody any of his plans for the future because he doesn't have any, but he has like big plans. It's like weird. He like, he says he has plans, but he doesn't. He's so, building like, Wakanda in Wyoming. Do I think he thinks about the future? Yes, but he values the present more than the future. I think that would be the best way to put it. 
It's insightful. That's fair, yeah. We wanted to have you on, man, because Sam was telling me that you're going to give an artist perspective and kind of kind of a producer um, industry perspective on it. So I want to get that perspective from you because, as he put it best earlier in the podcast before he called you up, man, we're all consumers. And you're a consumer, but you're also someone that understands the music. And we love the music for what it is. It's layered. Uh, we think it's genius. He has the choir, the, the cutoffs, the samples, the noise effects. All that stuff's great. The way he... A big thing that we don't bring up and haven't brought up is that Kanye has never once faded a song out ever. They just fucking end. That's part of the genius, in my opinion. Um, So what did you think about Donda as far as someone that does music? What do you think about the production, the features, and what do you think about Kanye's lyrics? So, yeah, I was was listening to it earlier today to kind of try to prepare a little bit. Um, I feel like like I'm a consumer, too, but, but even though I do do this as my job and everything um i don't know i think so the production is super fucking cool obviously i love um it's just it's very kanye except not as theatrical as as usual which it might just be me because I, i've been making a lot of hyper pop lately and I'm, I'm very into almost like the big abrasive giant theatrical sounds and i'm used to that from kanye where it makes me kind of be like damn i kind of miss that in this project he does do it on a couple songs but I, I think the biggest thing is, like, I really think this, all the tracks would have been, like, they're all good, don't get me wrong, but I feel like they all would be, like, 10 out of 10 if you put, if the drums were on there more. Um, I, I can see that being a very legitimate complaint on uh, Hurricane. That's what a lot of people have been saying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the, the OG version of Hurricane was really cool, too. Um, I like this one I, more, but I, I see what you're, where you're really? coming from. I, I like snippet, the snippets that I've heard. I haven't even listened. I don't like listening to leaks, but... From the snippets that I've heard of the original Hurricane, I kind of like the vibe of it more. There were more Um, than ten versions, I think, of Hurricane. Uh, Yeah, I'm reading it right now. He had versions with like six, nine. Uh, Aunt Clemens, who was on uh, the song Water of Jesus is King. Mm -hmm. Big Sean, Ty Dolla Sign, Young Thug. Um, Apparently, Lil Baby recorded his verse a year ago at the Wyoming Ranch. Uh, Weekend recorded his verse three years ago at his house in Hollywood. So, yeah, I I didn't know any of this, actually. So the fact that this sounds as cohesive as it does with it being a a three-year song is actually really, yeah, that's great. Well, it's really interesting from from the way Kanye does albums. I think is different than everybody else. I think, like in the industry, a lot of people they're just making songs and compiling them, and then you have some more pretentious people who kind of put more effort into it. But it's kind of still just them working with like one or two people. But I think because for one, because Kanye is fucking he can get whoever he wants on uh, whatever he wants. He like he kind of acts more as a composer than an artist. So. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like most artists, such as like myself, or, or um, you know, I don't know, like even like Little Baby or The Weeknd, they're an instrument. They're just the vocalist. You know what I'm saying? And maybe the writer. They write their vocals too. But Kanye is literally the composer, and, he, and that's why he doesn't care about you know having this sm- like some of his songs. He doesn't even feel like he's on them um, because he's he's not. He's he's like writing the parts for other people, or he's just like. I don't know how to explain it. He's just bringing everybody together, bringing all the pieces together, and just acting as a composer, which I think is is a really cool thing about Kanye, and that's kind of why his, his stuff is so, so cool um, and different. I don't know how much you've been following the Drake versus Kanye beef. 
I brought up earlier that for some reason Kanye is obsessed with Drake and everything he does is centered around whatever Drake has going on. This album is obviously no different. They were supposed to go head to head this last Friday on the 3rd and do an album release um, together, do like a competition the way Kanye and 50 Cent did it in 2007. What do you think, man? Do you think Kanye is centering everything around Drake? Are they trolling each other? Uh, what do you make of all this? I think Drake, I kind of tend to take Kanye's side. Plus, like, I just Drake's just way shadier. Like, the thing about Kanye, I think, okay, yeah, here's the thing about Kanye. He's crazy. There's a lot of all this stuff about him, blah, blah, blah. But, but the thing is, is that he's not shady about it. He's very, like, out up front about everything. Very honest. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, everything he does has always been all the way out in the open. And, like, it unashamedly, unabashedly, like, just crazy. Whereas Drake, it's always me and like I know that Kanye has as well, but I mean Kanye, I think it's not it's not as much. Um, and I think Drake is definitely just out for blood, from what I've heard. And you're just listening to the the, the bashes that I definitely think Kanye went way harder the beef. Like I still think he's on top. In terms of like taking shots at Drake, um, it kind of just sounds. It kind of sounds. Uh, you're breaking up with us, Davey. You're breaking up with us. We're losing you. Oh, you're losing. you losing me. Hello. A, a little bit. Oh, we we can hear you now. You're good. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, there was a rough patch there. I'm on, I'm back up to five bars. Um, I really think that it sounds like Drake did some slimy shit, and I think so too. I think he fucked him, man. <laughs> Blake has been conspired. But why? Because why else would these guys keep going at each other like this? And Kanye does everything centered around Drake. Uh, my, my debate is this, or my, my reasoning is, Kanye knows he's way greater than Drake. Drake knows Kanye's way fucking better than he will ever be. And I, I totally agree with you guys' stance. I'm a Kanye stan myself. But I think Drake, you said he's shady, he's slimy. What's shadier and slimier than fucking my chick? Especially when we know Drake has gone over there and had dinners. He's hooked up with Kylie. He he said in the song with Future, "I got Kylie's, I got Kendall's." Like he, you know, he says he, he beeps uh, uh, and says hi to Chris Jenner when, when he's driving through the neighborhood. Like, do you believe everything he raps about though? No, but <laughs> I know he's been in their house multiple times. Well, yeah, I I don't I don't like disagree with that either. It just kind of is like if Kim would. And like, <laughs> would she stoop that low? I don't even know. <laughs> Kim, Kim is kind of like a hoe, but like not really though. What if she hated herself? Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. So it's like I don't. It's more a question of like if Kim would honestly than if Drake would, because obviously yes, Drake would. You know what I'm saying? But there, like, and I, I don't think there's any. There's no proof other than, like, Drake singing it in one of his songs, and of course he would say it in one of his songs. I honestly see Drake as, like, kind of just a bitch. Like, he's kind of just, like, a pussy, and he has hella money. He doesn't... He's, he's not that artistically talented. I don't know why people fucking love him. Like, yes, he's lyrically great, but it's not even just him. Like, you can... Like, he has hella writers. Like, I don't... Uh, that doesn't mean, like, hate his music. It's good music, but it, like... it's He's fronting like it's him. And that's kind of the problem. Mm. Is like yeah. he's trying really, really hard to like seem like he's the shit, and he knows that he's not. Okay, so you think it's a very insecure thing on Drake's part, not Kanye's? I, I think one hundred percent. Maybe some shit will come out, and I'll be wrong. But from what I get from like, dude, Drake knows that he's not as good as Kanye. All he has is money, and like 
clout and he's like got more streams. But I mean, I think what all of it, like what we've heard from everybody, and we've always grown up knowing is that money, fame, all this stuff doesn't bring like happiness or fulfillment. And I think that Kanye now, Kanye doesn't care about any of that. He's like, he said that, and Kanye's found, I think, what from what he said, way more fulfillment from you know his his journey with Christ and his and like what he's doing with his family and everything. And I think that makes Drake pissed off because Drake. Like his mindset and his worldview yeah. and his perception of reality, he thinks that like he's like, why the fuck is why is Kanye more happy than me? Because like I've got more money, I've got all this, and like Kanye just like doesn't give a fuck. And then Drake starts saying shit, which obviously is gonna make Kanye upset. That's where I think that's I think the situation. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a good. That's a good take on that. Yeah, we knew you'd like that. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. You bring up money, and I never thought about the whole family aspect and Kanye being more fulfilled. That That is some great insight by you. Um, I know you guys, and you guys do a great job here locally. You guys are trying to break in the industry. I'm not trying to uh, fuck with any uh, future endeavors you might want to have with 40 or the OBO camp, if you even want to pursue that shit. Uh, it sounds like you honestly don't. I have some, I have some friends in OBO. Um, <laughs> I've talked to OBO a couple times. I mean... I don't, I don't think they're going to see this. I don't think they care. I think enough people, like, slander Drake that, like, it, they don't even give a fuck. Plus, I don't even, I don't really want to be on OVO. I don't want to be on, like, I don't think I want to be on a bigger label. Um, because, it, like, if you think about it, it's not, everything's just a company. And if I'm going to sign to a company that already has Drake on it, all of the attention is going to go to Drake. And I'm going to be in the background just trying to get attention, like, from the company that I've signed to. So I'm not, okay. even, I'm not really worried about that. But I also don't like Drake, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, if I had to choose sides right now, I would be like, I'm choosing Kanye's side. Okay. All right. Yeah, for sure. So I want to ask one last question because these guys want to do the chapter review and everything. And you guys can obviously jump in here whenever you want. I just have a few things I wanted to ask. Uh, you saw Soldier Boy went out and say Kanye, or maybe Chris Brown said he's a whole ass hoe. Soldier Boy said he's a hoe ass. You know what? A lot of and, 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 yeah, Kanye's a hoe, I guess. I don't know. Uh, all these guys are all pissed off because their verses were whack and got cut from Donda. That's my theory. Um, Soldier Boy was supposed to be on remote control. I'm not sure what Chris was supposed to be on. Chris leaked his verse on some. Maybe it was remote control Chris as well. Chris was supposed to be in prison. <laughs> Guantanamo. <laughs> he, was, he was supposed to be on jail. <laughs> um, hey. well, what do you make of this, Davey? Did you are, do you even care that Soldier Boy and Chris Brown were left off the album and that it was getting this type of slander? I'm actually so I know like Soldier Boy is just like kind of a bitch, but like I I kind of love Soldier Boy, and I think people like. People love Soldier Boy because, like, he's dumb, and he's like, he's like very dumb publicly. Well, hold on, he's not a musician though. He's he's a video game console creator. That's true. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Total. You said he made a billion dollars off that too. It's like you didn't even no, sell a. Didn't. You didn't even make a million. You didn't even make a hundred thousand. <laughs> Definitely not about? a Chinese knockoff. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I'm very, very interested though to hear what the hell his verse was because I feel like it must have been so funny. I'm, I'm like I bet you it's like some like lift yourself verse type shit because like have you heard Soldier Boy's last song? I not no I don't listen to Soldier Boy. It's the Rick and Morty song. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my no! God. Of course it is. Rick and Morty. And he just goes Rick, 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 Rick and Morty. And that's all he does the entire song. I'm not even kidding. That's so cringe. And that's where he's at. So like I'm not surprised he got cut from Donda. But, like, I kind of wish it was still in there just so we could laugh at it. Okay, so I, I lied. I have more questions. We yeah. talked earlier in the podcast. 
I, I know. I, I'm, I'm just just blue balling over here. I know. Um, You're good. Is Kanye a fake Christian? Because he's up there with Marilyn Manson, a known Satanist. He's doing songs with Playboy Cardi, who has the satanic merch, does does the weird satanic rituals, in my opinion, has devil worship in music. Uh, I, is Kanye a fake Christian? Is this just part of it? Uh, your brother said that it's mostly just him and the loneliness and how dark he feels about his mom passing and the divorce marketing. And, all, and marketing and stuff. I think Kanye is a fake Christian, in my opinion. What do you think about that? Damn, I, so... I disagree. I, I do not think Kanye is a fake Christian. And the only reason, so I, if I hadn't, if I didn't do a lot of research on Kanye, I would agree with you. But I looked after watching pretty much all his interviews. Um, I like to listen to them, like when I drive down to LA, because it's like twelve hours of just nothingness. So after watching his his interviews, though, it, you can really tell like he has some amazing, amazing like thoughts on faith and on Christianity, and, and especially in the industry. Um, he talks a lot about the Christian innovation, which is really good. Cause I mean, even myself, cause I, I, I am a, a Christian and, um, I am in the industry and I have to go through a lot of the same stuff that he has to. And it's like, I just, it, I think a big thing about him is just breaking the box. And it's like Christianity with being so like, Oh, you're not a Christian. If you do this and if you do that, it, it kind of puts everything in a box and it kind of doesn't allow for innovation. Um, so I think that's where he comes from. As for, like, that kind of music, I mean, it doesn't... I, I don't think that him associating with Marilyn Manson or him associating with Playboy Cardi makes is doing anything wrong or, like, anti-Christian, even if they are anti-Christian. I feel like that's the kind of thing that may even change those people and is actually reaching new audiences by affiliating with them and, like, honestly, even spreading the gospel by affiliating with those people. Um... I really do think that, oh my god, this fucking wasp attacked me. <laughs> I attacked my wasp on the podcast. David gets John Lennon live. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, Jesus Christ. Okay. You guys go ahead, man. You guys, you guys have some. I, I feel like I've been talking forever. If you guys have any questions for him, um, shoot. I no, I mean. I actually, the thing I want to hear most, Dave, is uh, kind of your takes on instrumentals, which is why we really wanted to do a, uh, a track on track and kind of talking about the production on some of these, you know, just filling in insight where we don't have, um, you know, as consumers, if you hear something musically like a motif or, or, or you know, something that the bass is doing, um, something might have gone over my head. Uh, that's really what we wanted to hear, hear from you or what I wanted to hear from you. Sorry. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, we can do it. We can do it track by track if you want. Uh, we, we're going to pick yeah. out some notable tracks because it is 27. It's 27 tracks long. So we're going to pick some notable ones. I think we're going to leave out the part twos. We don't need to talk about them. Yeah. Uh, I think we addressed them already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's a few tracks we don't want to talk about. We wanted, we definitely want to talk about the stinkers and we want to talk about the bangers. Yep. So let's get into it, man. Let's do it right now. Let's I, get into I it. Want to, I want to start by introing Don to Chant because I have okay. some thoughts and I have some insights. So David, you mentioned the heartbeat thing. Um, I've since learned that that is that is incorrect. Uh, it, it actually doesn't have to do with Donna's heartbeat. It would have been a cool tribute uh, if that was the purpose. But then I watched an interview with uh, Selena Johnson, who is the person saying Donda um, around 60 times, and she gave the actual sort of meaning behind the track. And if we if we think about Donda track chants, before we get into the meaning, if we think about it just in, like musically, what is it? It's it's not really music. In, in any regards, you know, there's no melody. It's just rhythm, and even then, it's not, it's not like rhythmically contained. You know, it's not like in four four or anything. She's just saying Donda, 
a bunch. Um, this is about as minimalist as it can get. I mean, if you think about this juxtaposed against Dark Fantasy on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, you have everything on that track. It's huge. It's grandiose. It opens the album. What does Don DeChant say about the tracks that come after it? it? You begin with this very minimalist, just Selena Johnson, who was on All Falls Down on yes. College Dropout, oh, yeah. uh, famously. Great track. Mm-hmm. Another big track. Here, stripped back. You have Selena Johnson just saying uh, Donde's, uh, sorry, Kanye's mother's name, Donda, over and over. Um, what does this mean? You know, it, it's telling us that this is going to be a lonely record, kind of. It's going to be, it's going to be empty. There's going to be space here. There's going to be um, introspection. It's going to be an album of um, healing. And, and why do I say that? Well, Selena Johnson was talking about the sort of meaning behind it. Apparently, when she met with Kanye West, um, I don't know at what point this was. They were talking about how to sort of move on from the tragedy that happened to Donda, and 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 they they wanted her to sing some things that were um, that could bring like healing and comfort and that were just very spiritual and she began by just singing um, Donda's name over and over and she started by just saying the name a lot and then she moved into actually singing it and Kanye cut out every all the singing parts he just has what was essentially the test run which was Selena Johnson just saying Donda Um, and it I think there's actually a really beautiful way to to begin because it's completely personal to Kanye. It wasn't really supposed to be on the record as far as I understand. It wasn't even what Selena Johnson thought would make it onto the the record from what she had recorded with him. It's something that resonated with him. Um, It brought him, as Selena said, um, healing and comfort, just hearing his mother's name, this repetition, just hearing it over and over. And I feel like that really, it, it sets up a lot of themes on the record going forth. Um, which goes over a lot of people's heads, especially if they don't know the Donda story. They don't know who Donda is. They just go, <laughs> funny meme track, Donda, Donda, Donda. This is avant-garde. The heartbeat theory was incorrect, we learned, because someone miscounted. It isn't said 58 times, which was her age at passing. It was said 60 times. Um, so, uh, oh, sorry, the heartbeat theory was that it, it mimics her heartbeat. Not even that is correct. Uh, how would we know Donda's heartbeat? That just seems like they're... Yeah, they're how would Kanye know that? Yeah, how would like, Kanye yeah, know that? Maybe right. it's an artistic interpretation. But no, from Selena Johnson herself, we, we learned that it has this other sort of beautiful meaning. And it's, it really sets the album up to be very minimalist, which it doesn't quite live up to, but in a lot of regards it does compared to Kanye's other works. It's not as linear, grandiose, um, classical. It has more... A lot, a lot of songs that are sort of repetitive. The hooks come back uh, again and again. Um, a lot of attention is put into uh, making these sort of um, cyclical, uh, repetitive songs. And I think it's extremely well done. And I think it, I think it, uh, it, it's a great way to kick off Donda. What do you think, Walter? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty good opener. I, I mean, like, yeah, I love the minimalist aspect. I think also there's like something to be said with the theme of just having something that repeats it's very it's i won't i mean repetitive is kind of like a a negative term but it has this repetitive nature nature to it that we see throughout the album we see this in jesus is lord we see it in jail we see it throughout the album is he has this repetition thing that he does throughout and some people would say that that can work against him but i'd say in most cases in the album it works for him. It, it like, builds the intensity. I mean, I'm going to be jumping the gun a bit, but, like, getting into jail. Like, 
that ahead. it goes straight for the intensity. It gets straight in there. It goes over it like same same beat, same like wailing awesome guitars. Ooh, yes. The hit like super awesome bass. But the intensity builds and I really oh, just love that. And it comes to a head with the Jay Z verse. It right? really yes, it really does. It really does. I wasn't a huge fan of the J verse. It wasn't whack, but I just and he brought up the red hat again. It's like, oh my I god, like dude! I like that. I like that bar. I think it was harder than I thought. Jay Z was going to go on Kanye, and I feel like Jay Z should be true to himself. He's going to be on a Kanye record. They've squashed their beefs, but they still, you know, respectfully kind of have distance. Um, and like, if if Jay Z was just kissing Don uh, Kanye's ass, he wouldn't be Jay Z. True. Um, but yeah, no, I really, I I, I thought the Jay Z verse was was fine. I, I had a question, David, about the instrumentation maybe you can agree or disagree with this i was really thinking that when i heard jail for the first time it's it's grandiose it's epic you have that bass coming in that kind of gives it some rhythm the dun dun you know um as wilder mentioned the wailing guitars i really felt like there was a distance between the layers on the track and that kind of Mm. gave it this thematic emptiness despite it being so big it kind of felt empty it felt like there was a lot of distance um how would you describe that how would you feel about that like Distance is in like, like space between. Notes. Yes, like there's a lot of space between them. Like even his voice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all tastefully. I, I remember there was like there's a saying in music, I guess, um, where it's basically music isn't the, the like the sound itself. It's the absence of sounds. Like it's actually the silence in between sounds is what mm-hmm. makes music good and makes it sound good. That's rhythm and that's kind of kind of everything. And, and I mean, Donny's or not Donny, but Kanye's always been very good about that he's always um group. He, there's times when he's, he's able to fit a lot into like a tight space and he, he, obviously we were talking about that he didn't do that on this album but um I, I mean i i liked it i still think that there it would have been cool to have some more drums i think especially in this day and age too with kind of where we're at you kind of have to have beat switches and songs now or it's expected almost um so maybe it's him just being rebellious not doing that and having you know a verse switch to like a chorus switch or something like that um it kind of is just the, the same thing going on it builds and, and, and falls um but it's got that little string thing the whole time i don't know I, I really liked it um i think it was minimal i do think again more drums would have been fire yeah uh, you have a thought Walter? i would say also that um the reverb on the guitar also brought a lot of that space i feel mm-hmm. like reverb can always bring like you know, it brings a lot of space to the song. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean the re- reverb and shit. It's, it's a spacey track. Um, I thought it was pretty normal though. Um, I mean, it's just super minimalist. Definitely. I almost didn't like it that it was minimalist. I think, I, but but I see what he was he was going for and kind of focusing on the writing and everything. Because I mean, if like if you think about it, if you have less instrumentation, less going on, everybody's paying attention. Like way more in way more detail to everything that's mm-hmm. happening. So yeah, you have true. to have like really good writing. You have to have your vocal takes really good. You gotta have each sound has to be doing like enough and be interesting enough that like even though it's doing not a lot, it's it's enough to to sustain the listener. I agree. Wow, that was a good take. Yeah, um, I think as far as the themes on Jail go, if we're gonna talk about thematically. I, I wasn't really sure what to think of it until I read, um, I was looking at genius annotations. They talked about how imprisonment as a metaphor for spiritual bondage is a common biblical theme. 
I thought that was really interesting because that does kind of feel like um, what's going on. Like, how do you tie jail into Donda beyond how it sounds kind of empty, as you mentioned with the reverb, um, space between tracks. Um, it it, it is... That whole song about cancel culture? Jail? In a way, yeah. that, that yes. And there's a lot of is tracks... Really? There's a lot of tracks on... Um, on Donda that refer to kind of this this uh, media storm, you know, this this cancel culture we live in. Uh, I think jail kind of refers to it like we're going to jail tonight. We're we're doing right. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna say some things that Dude, are out that of line. Hook was, hook was fucking great. It was great. Um, he he does the same thing on OK OK later, um, which uh, you mentioned was more of a Drake track. I can kind of see, but not not a track. Just the first verse. He's definitely talking first about. Verse for sure. He's referring to some Drake bars. Yeah. All right. Let's. We should move on though. He like makes his vocals kind of sound like Drake in that song too. To like make fun of Drake. I think like he he like in it. He he's like I he's like it's not that hard. Like he says something about like it's not that hard to write your verses. It's not that hard to sound like you. And then like they like mixed his vocal to sound exactly like Drake. It was kind of a bash. Yeah, he was talking about all you rap dudes sound like me. I can't tell who was who. Like he's doing. Yeah, he's. He definitely has some uh, some choice words, if you will. I want to get in here on this jail thing, and we can get right. off this because we got a whole fucking album to go through still. Um, I do love jail. I love how unapologetic it feels from Kanye. How he's just like, we're going to jail tonight. Like he's just he's accepted it. It's happening, and we're just gonna go through it. And then all of a sudden, Jay Z pops up at the end, and I just uh, look. Jay Z's in no position to tell me how to fucking vote. Can you just stop talking about the red cap and Hillary Clinton and all this shit, dude? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it is a recurring Jay-Z Like, thing. Jesus Christ. Like, I don't care that you don't like Trump, bro. Like, he's not even in office. You're a billionaire. You That's don't have to thing, actually though. deal with any of those issues. Would it be an I don't honest, give a fuck. Would it be an honest Jay-Z verse if he didn't bring yes. that in? Yes. Because they can talk about their personal struggles. Kanye did the Sacramento rant where he's talking about, Beyonce, I was hurt. He's doing all that shit. Like, <laughs> he, you know, he, he could have touched up on that more. How he, Jay-Z said in interviews in the New York Times, he brought my family into it. That made it personal. I don't want to hear about, take the red cap off, we're going home. Home to where? You live in L.A., he lives in Wyoming. Where the fuck is home? Do you think maybe it was, like, kind of going back to that, like, with the themes of cancel culture, do you think maybe he was, like, bringing that up to say, like, that kind of time period it was maybe representing of, like, what, where Kanye was at and maybe yeah. kind of, like, where right. they were at at the time? Like, it's maybe it's kind of, a, like, a retrospective or, like, a looking back at that time when Kanye was being canceled over that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's kind of, like, a bit of a commentary on it. That's my thought. Because Jay-Z and Kanye both said, like, on David Letterman and stuff, they were not talking during that four- or five-year period. That is or if they did, it was very on and off, never personal. They never met up. You know, uh, you know, Jay-Z, call me! You know, he's like, you still ain't call me! Like, he seemed hurt. You know what I mean? And I... <laughs> the Beyonce thing is just fucking hilarious. But uh, we can move on. I, I love Jill. Great fucking intro. I, I absolutely love the song. It's very stadium uh, anthemic, I believe is the word. Like you said, the guitar. Yeah. The reverb, Kanye screaming on it. Jay Z's verse is good. I like his verse. Just why do you gotta bring up the red cap? Let's get to God breathed. I know God breathed on this. I know God breathed on this. I, I know God. Over and over. Super good. Though. Over and over though. I, Five I minutes. That is not. That did never bothered me. I got major Yeezus influences from this, especially yeah, that cutting same. sample. Yes, the the. Yeah, girl. I don't even know how to. Oh, mimic dude, it was. That. Oh, god. I do love that. I I, I thought very it was very random good. throughout. The only criticism I think there's a track we should cut, touch on shortly. We'll let David say some some things if he has any thoughts. But the only thing I really thought was uh, the outro was long winded, 
and it's it's a small Dude. complaint. I think ultimately it By does like two minutes. Ultimately, it does serve the atmosphere of loneliness, distance, and introspection that I'm that I'm referred to earlier. I, I feel like it is thematically in place, but me personally, and I think to the general consumer, the outro on God breathed makes it hard to it listen to in its entirety or return to rather. Okay. What would you say, Dave? Um, this wasn't one of the ones that I was, like, in love with, but, I mean, I think it's solid. I don't really have too much to say on it. Um, sure. Five-minute songs are always kind of not the, the best move. I agree. I I love, like, so. the deeper voice-like uh, choir they had. You know, like, mm. the whole, you know, that was so awesome, like, for most of the song. Kanye makes Gregorian chants question? Because a lot of it, a lot of, like, the choir stuff has, like, been higher. But, like, this one brought it low, and I think it showed kind of the theme of the album going kind of, like, this is kind of serious. This is, like, I'm going through a hard time right now. You know what I mean? It really brought in the atmosphere of it, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and Vori also had a great verse on that. I think it's worth shouting out. Dude, yes. by the way, Vori, I don't know who oh, yeah. that is. Killed it on this album. Killed Dude, it. He, Killed was, it. he was the best feature throughout. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. Every song he was on made it better. Uh, I love the production on this. I don't... Here's my beef with Kanye over the last three or four albums. Production's always going to be on point. He, he's, he's a Dr. Dre, in my opinion, if we're going to just go hip-hop. Dr. Dre's a very... He's a composer. You're not always going to hear his voice. You're always going to feel his presence on the track, though. Kanye's very good at making his presence felt through his production and through, you know, like, breaking it up like he did on Yeezus and stuff with samples and, and doing the, the, yeah, the cunning linguist death grip shit where there's random <laughs> screams and chants. I mean, you know, that's Let's what it go. is. Um, yeah, I love Death, Death Grips. Death reference? Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't need you to repeat God Breathed on this 30 times. I, I, I got it. I got it. It's five and a half minutes. You could have cut it two and a half minutes shorter than it was. I, I think that's nitpicking. I do. I, I think I think that track You're is You're also one... apologizing saying well, it's part on. of the loneliness. I think that track, well, I was saying that there's, I'm just giving you the argument. I told you okay. that I did think it was a complaint. Um, okay. But... God breathed is one of the tracks that grew on me. I, I didn't find the I didn't find the repetition necessarily annoying. Um, I Same. do think the biggest criticism you could have about this is that like man, that choir could have been shortened to like <laughs> yeah. thirty seconds. Dude, seriously, like you could have cut two minutes off this song, definitely, and I would have never even noticed. And I, I'm just saying the reason why I was being like apologetic for it is because I can see why it fits thematically. I can. I just think there's more tasteful ways to do it. Yeah, Davey, you know your brother well. Is he a Kanye yeah. stan or a Kanye apologist? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. Because both these guys in uh, – Wilder hasn't said much. Well, Wilder, Wilder for he's, – he's been chilling, laying back. But it, Sam keeps telling me that he's not this stan, this apologist. Dude, come on. Give I me a break. Right. That's, just, no, That's what I am. Loyal. Sam's just loyal, and he wants to stand for Kanye, and he's given – I don't think it's even like an apologist. I think it's just like he's giving Kanye the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I would um, agree with that. And he, but, I do. I mean, Samuel wouldn't do that for Drake, though. No. <laughs> so I wouldn't do that for anybody else. I would be, uh, and I'm clear on that. I would never. He's a certified boy lover. Oh, my Drake. God. <laughs> Drake, okay. not so, me. Drake, so, not me. So, so <laughs> off the grid. Off the grid with Playboy Cardi and 5 Foreign. 4 and what did you guys make of this track? Oh, it had 5 on it? Yeah, 5 oh, was that. the second verse. Darn. Uh, he was the one that had, like, I, three minutes. I thought this is an example of Kanye. I think every record, Kanye brings the current modern sound to the front or every big release he does, he has a, a sort of tribute in some regards within his themes to, you know, what's going on in rap, what's going on in music. Right. And this very much felt like a very um, well-executed sort of trap banger, a Playboy Cardi banger. I mean, I thought Absolutely. this track was 
absolutely fantastic. I love to return to it. Oh, it was solid track. It was was great. Thematically, uh, I think that it's pretty obvious. This is a in reference to him moving away from LA, LA culture, going to Wyoming, he's going off the grid per se. He's turning off his cell phone. He's not using Twitter. He's making good Thank music. Um, <laughs> oh, we have to talk about the final bar. We have to. What's that? Uh, darn. Do, do, does anyone have it in front of them? He I, talk, I, it's I the not. joke. It's I have the Wikipedia. Joke. Okay, here. I'm pulling There's it up. A, oh, is that the one with the yabba yabba wabba wabba? Is it that no, one? that's remote control. I know... <laughs> I remember distinctly. <laughs> That's a good bar. But no, he says, some say Adam could never be black because oh, yeah. a black oh. man will never share his rib, 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 rib. Oh, my Lord. This is that classic Kanye humor. It is. It's funny. It's funny. He'd never share his rib. I will say, <laughs> I don't like the hook on this song. <laughs> Off, off the like grid? The, off the grid, no. it's so annoying. Oh, it I is annoying. That. Oh, dude, you really? could have kept I fucking bitch-ass Playboy Cardi off this shit. <laughs> I, like it, I like it, and I get, but I get where you're coming from because it's not very melodic. I feel no. like it's kind of a taste thing, and it's kind of just what's popping now. But yeah, I guess so, but yeah, I just find it like, it doesn't really melodically, like, yeah, flow. But, like, I mean, like, I liked it maybe if it was, like, happened once, but then it, like, you know, it's the hook. So it's, like, all over the song, and that really annoyed me. But, like, I like the song in general. Like, I like the verses and everything. So. Yeah, I think it's just a modern-style thing. Will it hold up over the years? I have no idea, just because it's not very melodic. Hopefully not. <laughs> I, I would argue it would. I'd, I'd argue this is, a, this is a certified Kanye banger. Is it certified lover boy? Uh, <laughs> Every time you say the word certified, you know that's coming, right? Like, <laughs> certified lover boy. We'll get there. We'll get to Moon. Yes, that is a track that will live forever. Let's go to Hurricane, though. Let's talk about Hurricane first. Hold on, real quick. I want to hit on Off the Grid. Sure. I agree with you. I But let's go a little deeper on the whole tribute thing. I, I think he may be tributing Pop Smoke. He, he was the big guy I've, you know, yeah. taken way too soon, whatever. Um, and, and not whatever, but, you know, he was taken way too soon and whatnot. And this was his style. But this also originated in Chicago. Drill music was the chief keef. Even Lil Durk, he just blew up over the last year or so, but, like, really, really blew up. But he's been famous for a while, and he was a part of the Chief Keef movement. Uh, King Von, all those guys did a lot of uh, drill music and whatnot. And Kanye's obviously from Chicago, did the last one at Soldier Field where the Bears play. So I, I think this is a, a, a good Chicago tribute, if you will. 5e. Killed it. I don't mind the hook, personally. I, I respectfully disagree. I-, I like the hook. This is one of the few songs, Hurricane's another one, where, like I said, if I'm in the gym, if we're playing basketball, I can put it on the Beats pill, and it's like a good just pump-up song. It'll keep us going. You can, like, break a sweat to it. But Playboy Cardi, do what the fuck? Do why? I, why? I don't know. You, I can't, thought, you can't be I a Christian Cardi. and have this fucking satanic-ass motherfucker saying a <laughs> bunch of shit, sounding like a 14-year-old. Man, I, I just, I don't like Playboy Cardi. I only like the song Magnolia. I, 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 I'm not a big fan. Well, I think I used to, I used to feel the same way about Playboy, but then, I, musically, like, I think, I think, yes, he's, he's pretty demonic as, like, his imagery and stuff. I think he does it on purpose, whether it's just him trying to be outrageous, whatever, but... I really liked what he's done with his voice, specifically, just because it's so different. It's very unique and weird, and like how he like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it too. It's it's funny. It's cool. Yeah. It's it's just Quirky. unique. It doesn't need to be good. It's just very unique and cool. I think it brings up. Sucking on helium. I see you in 3D. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> Consistently, dude, this motherfucker had the best feature on the whole album. 
The weekend. the weekend. Oh my gosh! Dude, yes. Oh my go. god, dude! Oh no, my no, god. there's no really about it. This motherfucker so made this track, dude. Oh yeah. What about Don Tolliver on Moon? No, Come no, on. not even, dude. The weekend? Okay, he killed it. All right, I, I, I admit I, it, he I, killed I, it. I, I wasn't in love with the weekends one, but I'm not like a giant weekend stand. So like, really? Ew. See, I'm a weekend stand, and I, the I way I am with weekends, the way you are with Kanye, like I will apologize for anything. I'm not like the weekend. I'm, I'm like that for Starboy. That's, that's like, I think, a 10 record. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. What do you guys think about Hurricane, man? The most radio-friendly song, in my opinion, on the album. Love the hook it, it opens with. It's totally beautiful. Um, the, I mean, the, what can you really say? It's, it's, it, it draws you in. Yeah. Uh, it gets stuck in your head. You want to come back to it. I think it was the first song I replayed when I finished Donda. Um, Same here. For the first time. Because yeah. it was the most memorable to me. And, uh, you know, the themes on this album are hard to pinpoint how they correlate with, with Donda because it was made so long ago. But yeah. Yeah. isn't that remarkable that he can make three something? Three years ago. Three years ago. This is supposed to be on Yandi. And it wow. sounds, if you didn't know that, you would never be able to tell listening right. because this fits with Donda. It fits with the theme. It fits with the vibe. Um, Hurricane, you could even think of it as like a, a Job reference. I mean, there's a lot of themes job of course the the biblical story about the man who was suffering and and kind of the questions he had for god about why he was suffering and and you know all this like human wisdom versus divine uh, wisdom and, and faith in god and uh, there's a lot of themes on Don that kind of feel like that because kanye of course himself is kind of in this anguish state of anguish or he recently was in this state of anguish uh, being divorced going through all this um, all these big messes his family is the one thing it seems like in his recent music that he has really um, been able to you know he's grown to appreciate fully and truly especially as he's coming into his faith so a hurricane kind of reminded me of uh, the the storm at the end of the uh, of, of Job and a few of the lyrics on there. And that's not a take I've seen a lot of people come away with. But personally, it just kind of you know that's how I interpret it as fitting into the broader message. Um, yeah, no, that's great. I I will never put that together. Yeah, Slaughter, <laughs> what do you think, man? I just thought, man, such a good track. Like <laughs> <laughs> the weekend, I mean, he just killed it. I think. Like, the lightning on the beach line, like, it's yeah. just so, like, yeah, Sam said it with, like, it really just pulls you in. Like, it's just a good track. I don't have much yeah. else to say besides that. How about that? that choir, though? Like, and how Kanye oh, broke yeah. up the choir and Weekend's yeah. voice and had, like, yeah. a split second of dead air. When and then... I first heard it, I had to go back and play it again because I thought, it, I was like, that is so choppy. And then the second time, I was like, this works for It's me. actually part of the genius this if you think about it. Yeah. 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 Davey, what'd you think about Hurricane, man? I mean, same. You guys kind of said everything. It's it's fire. I think the choppiness is really really cool. It reminds me a lot of like Porter Robinson. Oh um, yeah. I've been very very into lately. Um, he's just a really good producer. Um, but the way I love the Kanye, cause like, kind of the cool thing is like, I guess with music is like, you want to leave everybody with stuff that they not they don't expect. And so like the choir is beautiful, and having a gospel choir is beautiful. But then if you chop it up to make it like not less beautiful. But you, it's just very unexpected, um, and and um, you can you can just make it even sorry even more um, rhythmic and, and more of a bop by, by just, just chopping up like stuff that wouldn't normally be chopped up. So I really thought it's just the surprises kind of that he left throughout it to keep you engaged. Yeah, I agree. Um. Did you guys know that even if you aren't ready for the day, it can't always be night. Is that a is that a lyric? I th- I'm pretty sure that's a lyric. Praise it? God is my favorite song on this whole album. Mm. 
Because I'm assuming that first 20 seconds is maybe Donda talking to Kanye. I, I, I'm so, still trying to figure out what that message really is. It begins with Donda uh, herself, as you can as you pointed okay, out. Okay, I figured it was She's her. She's at a conference. It was like a writer's conference. If you didn't know, she was a doctor. So she, she was a very well-read person. She probably gave a lot of speeches yeah. in her life. And you could tell she has a commanding voice, um, a commanding speaking voice. It's probably where her son got it from. Exactly. Yeah. I, at first, I didn't even think sure, it was. Are you sure that's his mom? That is his mom. Yeah, yes. um, that's Donda. At first, I was not sure if it was Donda, the, all the all the like Donda bits, except for the one that very obviously is, because um, I didn't expect her to have this much of a like presence. Um, you know, you, you typically if like loved one passes away of like a rapper, they don't they're not like notable in their own regard. So you get like a voice recording or something, and it's like oh, this is very personal. Donda, she has her own personality. She is her own Kanye West. She, you can tell she's part of the West <laughs> family, right? You can tell where Kanye gets it from. Um, and it begins with her reading an excerpt of a poem, which is why it's a very artistic line, um, which is why a lot of people, I think, don't think it's Donda. Like, like you said, David, you express some doubts because, uh, like, why would she be reading poetry? She was a speaker. She knew what she was doing. And uh, Kanye was able to appropriate that in a way that I think fits beautifully on this song. Uh, my only thought about this com, sorry, my only thought about this song is that Baby Keem is speaking a different language, one that has not yet been deciphered. That's one of the best parts of the album. <laughs> you think so? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> the last like 20 seconds, the, I don't know what that, that part? <laughs> it's fuck oh, it's yeah. It's fire. Oh god, but yeah. Is it dude. English? I, I ate Who that knows? shit up, dude. Oh my god, I love that part. I, I listened for the whole song just for that part. <laughs> I thought Travis was great. I thought the way. And obviously, Travis always gives Cuddy the nod for the influence, but Kanye has a huge influence as well. They're literally family and have been. And I just love the way they trade off. You can barely tell they're switching on the mic, whose voice is there, whose voice is off. Um, This is easily my favorite song on the whole project. Three minutes, 45 seconds. And one of the more concise thoughts on the album. One of the more cohesive... It it's all came together. About praising God and <laughs> yeah. serving his purpose. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a really, really it, good track. It's one of the more cohesive songs. He didn't overdo the outro. Everyone spoke and, and did their part. It wasn't too long of an intro. He got right to the point. I, we got right to the meat and potatoes of it. I have no complaints. This song is absolutely fucking phenomenal. Wilder, what'd you think, man? Uh, I can't. I've everything that's been has been said, I'd say it's it's just a really good track. <laughs> Fantastic track. <laughs> and shout out to Vori again, because my second favorite song is Jonah. Oh, oh I, I have gosh. some thoughts on Jonah. Like, yeah. uh, who's here when I need someone to lean on? I hope you hear when I need them demons to oh, be gone. Gosh. And it's not fair I had to find them all on my own. Like, so And good. just the way he did it, it's all it's broken up. It's, you know, and then uh, I like Lil Durk on it. Lil Durk did good. Uh, another Chicago nod from Kanye. He go. brought up, uh, you know, Jay and Ye are still brothers. They're both billionaires. And, and we are watching from afar. They're still here. Whatever he said. Beautiful, man. I, I love Jonah as well. What would you guys think about Jonah? I learned recently via uh, Genius, um, which is like, you know, I, I go to Genius for lyrics because I, I love to, they, they usually pick out some things that you don't, you don't yourself sort of um, pick up on. Right. And uh, it said that this track is a tribute to Jonah Ware, an independent artist in Louisville who was shot and killed on August 8th, 2020. Um, if this is a tribute to Jonah Ware, as Genius is saying, um, that's really clever because it's obviously also the biblical reference about Jonah and the whale. I'm sure there's some there's some meaning in there about Kanye um, feeling you know swallowed by the industry, swallowed by his um, everything that's going on. You know the, the the circumstances and having to trust in God. You know all those central sort of um, biblical themes. You know like listen listen to what God is saying. But it also serves as a tribute to this artist, apparently, which, I mean, that's a really cool double meaning, I think. 
Um, anyway, what do you think, Walter? Um, I really liked, I love this track. You know, same, same thing. Vori lyrics, amazing. I really enjoyed it. I thought that the production was like just a little, it could have been a little bit more. It just felt a little really? bit underproduced in my opinion. And I think also this is a big point I'll make about the album in general. I think this, this is the point in the album right after Jonah, I'd say, is where the album kind of drops for me. Absolutely. In, in quality. I like yeah. first 15 minutes, Absolutely. first 15, 20 minutes, blown away. Like all these songs, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like so, having so much fun. After this, it's like goes down. And then I don't want, I'm not jumping the gun too much. I think it comes up towards the end. But I think this middle part is where we were starting to get into some of the weaker songs. I'll All just right. say that. Well, actually, I will agree with that. I have to say off the top, uh, I, I think this fatigue, I'll call it Donda fatigue, my first listen, Donda fatigue, set in after um, after OK, OK. It wasn't after Jonah, but around the same point where yeah. I'm kind of like this, this song structure is not what I'm expecting from Kanye. I'm expecting him to be bombastic and yeah. maximalist, and he is being pretty minimalist here um, in a lot of regards. Some regards, no, but... In like very broadly, it's it's more back, you know what I mean? It's more relaxed. Um, and at this point, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I was getting a little bored, I would say. This is not true for later listens. When I return to Donda, second time, third time, fourth time, each time it gets better because I'm more focused on these on these later segments. Um, but I will say the first time around, I did have some Donda fatigue setting in around. Jonah, okay, okay, and I think it has to do with just, first of all, long album. Like, if you're, imagine you're sitting down to watch uh, a movie like The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, like a fun little comedy that's quirky, and instead what plays is uh, Michael Scorsese's, or Martin, is it Martin, Martin. Scorsese? Martin Scorsese's Scorsese? Uh, Scorsese. Scorsese's Scorsese. Taxi Scorsese. Driver. Yeah. You're forced to watch, watch Taxi Driver. Goddamn beautiful movie, but it's like infinitely long. Your entire life drains All away. All Scorsese films are a little too long. Oh yeah, I could have said The Irishman. It's probably a better example. Yeah. Instead, you're watching The Irishman. It's really good, but you're not prepared for it, so you kind of, you know, get a little bored maybe. Uh, it takes you three or four days to actually finish it up. And if you it's watched it a second hours. time or a third time, you'd be like, wow, there's a lot of really cool things Scorsese does here. I feel like that's how I feel about Donda. It's really long. I did get kind of bored on my first listen. Changed with subsequent listens. I um, really grew on me. Really grew on me, especially these middle middle tracks. So I do, do got to jump a little bit. We're, we're two hours in. I have about a half hour left to go. This is where, Wilder, I'm with you, bro. Junior... No. Junior wanna not be on my own? It's amazing. But also, no. what is it? It doesn't fit in the album's um, themes. It's about a fashion designer for some reason. It's not biblical. It's got this beautiful hook. I love the track, actually. Really quick, really quick, really quick. <laughs> go ahead. I'm about to go through a no-service area for like two hours, so I'm going to have to dip out before that okay. happens. That's all right. That's all right. But um, I, I love I love being a part of this whole thing. I love being able to, to talk about Donna. I want to listen to uh, the whole thing and kind of hear about what you guys talked about before and after. But I'm uh, really blessed and honored to be a part of this thing. Likewise, right. man. Hey, thank you for your time, man. We, we know you're busy actually uh, working in L.A. So I appreciate you. Uh, hope we can meet in person sometime soon. And, and thank you for being willing to come on, man. This is super cool of you. Yeah, let's do it again, bro. I'm excited. Absolutely. Right. Certified lover boy next weekend. We're going to do it then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have a good one, man. See ya. All right. God bless, Dave. Yeah. Um, 
Junior, dude, get it the fuck out of here. Come on, man. I think it is, does not belong on Donda. It should be a single, but it's amazing. I, I, I want to make a certain point. I was going to do this up top, but we brought him in and we all just, we just kind of went into it. This is, Kanye doesn't do this often, and he hasn't done this since, you could argue Pablo, but almost every song on Pablo I thought should have been there. I hate hmm. the streaming era. This is one of these songs that, I, I call this a stadium album, this is a stadium song. This was really good for the Donda show. It's not good for the album. For the final product, I disagree. Like, I think it's good if you're of. in the concert, if you're watching what's going on, they're redoing the stage, people are walking around. Do It's cool if it's like a filler song, but it's a filler it's supposed to get the crowd, I think, back into it. Okay, okay, it's not really that much of a banger. So, yes. I think okay, okay sucks. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to put that out there. I think it's cool. It's I think cool. it sucks. Okay. I, I think okay, okay is a fantastic song. I definitely, I, I would disagree. It grew on me in subsequent listens. But uh, Junior is one where it would have served Kanye best to cut his losses and 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 scrap some songs. Even though I love Junior. Maybe it should have been. It should have been a single. It should have definitely been a single release. Um, it is not the best song with Playboy Cardi on it. That belongs oh to God. Off the Grid. So what is Junior? It's not the Playboy Cardi a feature. Filler. It is. It is essentially filler. It's a stadium song. It's not thema- It doesn't. It's not thematically intertwined. Maybe Kanye sat back and went, you know, all my Kanye albums really have something to do with like shoes or fashion at some point. So he he wanted to give tribute to Junior Watanabe, the the fashion designer. It was his own really cool, cool story, but. It doesn't belong on Donda, frankly. Uh, even though I love the track, yeah, it is I think it's one fun. I listen to. It is fun. It's a fun listen. It's just it. You have to cut your losses. Twenty-seven tracks. At some point, like, at, at some point, you have to go. Okay, th- how, how can I make this more cohesive um, and more entertaining? Um, and I think Junior could have been something that you know, excluding it would have served the album. Here's another beef of mine with Kanye. Oh God! Oh, I'm gonna trigger the fuck out of you. Go ahead. And this is very, besides Kids See Ghosts, which we got to give Cuddy some props on that because half of that was him. This is very indicative of why his music has gone downhill. He has cared more about fashion than he has his music in the last five years. He has literally said that. He's like, yeah, I'm just more into like the, this but shoe and fashion thing. Is that thing a bad now. thing? Dude, you're the most influential artist in music of the last 25 years. What are you talking about? You're more you into shoes Kanye, now. Do you think Kanye views himself as the most influential artist? As you're not going to sit here and tell me he doesn't, right? No, no, no. no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Kay. Do you think Kanye believes the sum, his sum, his purpose? Do you think Kanye believes Kanye West is defined as the most influential music artist? I don't think Kanye stops. I don't think Kanye stops grinding. I don't think Kanye is defined by anything. I think that has been the biggest theme in all of his music is that there's no box Come he can on, be man. contained Kanye in. Kanye is a musician first. Kanye is And always Kanye. will be. Kanye is Kanye no, West first and foremost. This is not true, man. It this is, is true. This is some Kanye caping. He Kanye, brings his age. You ask anyone who's not a fan like we are, hey, is Kanye a, a fashion designer or a musician? What are they going to tell you? Well, yes. So there's his music is his most Why can't popular. he be both? He can be both, but he's known as a musician. Yeah. That, that's my that's beef. So, you, you're, your first love, I don't know if it's his first love now, your first love, obviously, your entire life to this point, besides fashion, and the thing that you're best at in your life, you don't care about as much anymore? Okay, I can hear it in the music, bro. That's the problem. I think he still does care about it. I just think he might have like focused on his brand more. You know, if you're going to build something, you have to take time to build it. So if you're getting into it and going after a passion, you're going to go for it. I mean, I think artists in general should be able to go after what they want to, whether it be art or music, if they want to change up their style. I'm for artists changing it up. I mean, doesn't mean I'll like it. 
You know, there's lots of, I mean, I just think of bands that change up their style of music. You can hate it, but like, I'd rather you do what you enjoy as a person so you're not getting burnt out than to, you know. Do what Drake does. Do what Drake does. Yeah, no one wants another Drake. And just make the same shit over and over. Drake would argue that he is a musician. Drake would be like, I am a musician, and that is, like, the sum of me. But Kanye will tell you that he's Kanye West. And I know that his most notable stuff is his music. Um, you'd be insane to say anything okay, else. Okay, I was going to say, not, like, are we going to act like it? I mean, come no, on, man. This is no, Kanye. His biggest thing is his music. Yeah, but do you I think agree. Kanye views himself, the sum of his purpose on earth, and the, the sum but of But that's not what, what I'm bringing. asking. That's not what I'm asking. I'm not asking you what you what think I'm Kanye thinks of himself. I'm asking... into his music because it's, to him, core to who he is. And it's, it's core to what he's doing, and it's an essential part of his personality. It's something that truly inspires him, something he really cares about. I mean, who knows who Junior Watanabe is? Absolutely no one before Junior Watanabe, the song, came out, except, like, the people who exist in that microcosm little him, fa- fashion Him, virtual fucking Anna Wintour, yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. So it's, 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 it's very Kanye of him, really, in, in a way, and it's, I think, um, it's fitting, but... Does it belong on Donda? Ultimately, no. 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 Let's should, get, let's get back get into the, the album. Yeah. yeah. Believe what I say. Amazing. The, the Lauren Hill sample yeah. from, yeah. Um, yeah. oh, shit. Well, uh, the same sample Drake used for Draft Day, which uh, it's not, um, what's the Lauren Hill song called? It, it's not, uh, it's not, I, it's no, I don't think it's doo wop. I think it's a different song. I don't uh, know, but it, it's, I have it's, it somewhere, but I don't it's know. on the Miseducation of Lauren Hill album. But yeah, no, great song. Great, great and, song. And this is still the first half of the album that, like you said earlier, Wilder, that I really enjoy. I mean, you, we had a hiccup with Junior. Okay, okay, you can throw that in there too. But so far, I'm still really digging it. I, Kanye is mostly by himself on this song. I don't know if there's any feature on this one. Uh, it's basically him and Lauren, and Lauren's a sample. And he's just rapping, he's singing, he's got the auto tune. I Bass love it. is good too. Bass is good. It's, it's a, it's a laid back bop, what I like yeah. to call it. You could play it the car and it's going to hit, but it's not in your face. It's not like, turn the volume down. It's not like you have to, when you're driving through the neighborhood, turn the volume down. Like, yeah. it's good. I like it. This is one of my favorite songs on the album. I don't have anything to say about Believe What I Say, except there was one lyric. He said, uh, you need, uh, sorry, he said, just one time for the record, just one time for the record. Don't agree with the message. Don't agree with the methods, which I feel like is prophylaxis on uh, the coming criticism about uh, how he rolled this thing out. You know, he's talking about how people won't agree with the message. They won't agree with the methods. Um, the methods, yeah. I think, were a little unethical with the whole Marilyn Manson thing. But it, it was interesting that I feel like he was referencing it here. And I think this is his first verse. 24. Ooh. Ooh. Love this. We gonna be okay. <laughs> this is, we are gonna be okay. Kanye is... He's healing the nation. I feel like everyone who listens to this song can pull something from it. It really feels... It feels like something you can get behind. It feels like no matter who you are, you know, you're, you're right, left, uh, you're Center. Marilyn Manson, I don't care. You're going to be okay, <laughs> yeah. all right? Oh God. God is there for you, all right? God loves you. Um, Kanye is reflecting on his struggles, his tribulations. He's expressing his faith. He's telling you it's going to be okay. You know, God's not finished. He's not done here, right? We haven't been raptured. There's more work to be done. Kanye's not finished. God's not finished. And man... Uh, in that regard, it fits on Donda perfectly because this is the point of the album where I feel like it transitions more from that uh, more little erratic, uh, sort of hectic, loosely defined feeling of of emptiness and loneliness into like the healing aspect of the record, which is what Donda Chant was all about, where he's, he's kind of going like, um, you know, he's moving forward 
You know, it feels like he's never really moved forward from Donda to this point. It's always been haunting him in in some capacity. And this point of the record is like, you know, we're going to be okay. Right. We're going to be fine, which I think is beautiful. It's a beautiful moment. He was in his hovercraft and he had another laugh. Amazing. (laughs) So cute. I like this song. I like remote control. Oh, it's a good song. I don't like Young Thug. He's the most overrated fucking artist. I, I've had people tell me he's one of the goats. He's the most influential, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? He got his whole motherfucking style from Lil Wayne and Kanye. I don't want to hear how influential you are. Look. Influential for who? Fucking Gunna? I don't want to hear that bullshit. <laughs> Gunna's fucking ass. The, 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 the chorus, the hook on remote control bores me. Um, I don't have much to say about Young Thug uh, or, or yeah. anyone who appears on it. I, I What I do have to say is that Glob, glob, glob. He comes off a little harsh. Uh, some of that social commentary that he delivers in, in those final bars on this track, I think, were a little, a little uh, over the top. It's a little insensitive. A little, a little insensitive. Um, yeah, I, I really got to say, he went too far. Do you guys think Soldier Boy should have been on this? No. I think we missed Soldier Boy's <laughs> presence. We missed. If if he was, it would have been perfect. Soldier Boy with actually, the, yeah, with the, the he, he probably, probably rapped that. Probably that's that's probably what and Kanye just took him off and fucked. That's what it was. We figured it out. Yeah, yeah. Soldier Boy walked up to the mic. He was like high on Xan Xanax or something, and he was like, <laughs> "I am the glub glub glub." And Kanye's like, "Bro, fuck." We you. could literally just sample this and make yeah, it better. Like, I could do this. Gotta yeah. love the 2016 memes. All right. So next th- track. This is the most. Uh, I think. Uh, I forget which song you guys said earlier was the most memeable song. I've seen this song on like TikToks. I've seen this song everywhere. Oh, it's gotta be. Um, Moon. Which Kanye doesn't appear on vocally. It's Kid Cudi and Don Tolliver, who, that's a great pairing, by the way. Uh, whoever put that pairing together is great, because I love Don Tolliver. Obviously, Cudi's yeah. legend. Uh, he's uh, kind of goaded, as, as you said once upon a time yeah. about Kanye. <laughs> kind of. Sort of. Semi. He's sort of goaded. What do you guys think about Moon, man? Actually, Wilder, you can lead it off. I don't think you can be sort of goaded. I just wanted to say that. (laughs) Um, No, no, you're goaded or you're not. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I would say I really liked it. It's a fun track. I like the guitar in the background, too, that you can kind of hear. I think it's super vibey. It's, it's like, emotional. I mean, like, it doesn't have Kanye, but, like, I'm... I'm not sure he produced it. I'm I guessing. think he provides he was one of the producers. He I'm produced like, it. He wrote it, and yeah. I think he has some layered vocals with Cuddy, but I'm not sure. I heard you, that. I from think someone. you might be right on that, but I liked it. I think it's a great song. Yeah, I. It's I, like I, an interlude. It's like two and a half minutes. This will probably go down as one of Kanye's like strongest melodies that yes. he's had in his discography. Definitely. I mean, it's it, it it's immediately stuck in your head, and and this is something I wish David was here for because he relayed this to me personally he said it's remarkable how kanye can take something literally so simple and just make it the best thing you've ever heard he said that this track is uh, very stripped back and it's infuriating mm-hmm. to him actually because so many artists get stuck trying to be complicated they're like i have to i have to make this more complicated i have to add more i have to add more kanye takes the simplest thought possible that everyone else would have skipped over and he t- makes it grandiose and brilliant and that's what that's that's what moon is um, absolutely love moon can't can't hate it. Gotta love it. I enjoy it. It's cool. It's an interlude song. Yeah. As two artists on there, I really enjoy. Cuddy's one of my favorites. I like Don Tolliver. He's not one of my favorites. Uh, he's signed to uh, Cactus Jack Records, which is Travis Scott's label. I think that's the name nice. of it. Uh, yeah. So Don Tolliver is one of Travis's artists. So you know he's obviously cool at the Good Music Camp, I assume, and whatnot. Uh, it, it's cool. Uh, I'm not going to say it's one of my favorites. I can do without it. Even if it wasn't on the album, I don't think I'd be pissing and moaning over it. It's cool. Uh, I like that it's there. Um, and then 
Look, Let's, we should talk about the stinkers because I think we have only a few minutes oh, left. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. The next seven or eight are Whoa, all God. fucking. Whoa. Okay, okay, I disagree completely. Dude, the next seven or let eight. Me, let me let me speed run. Speed run. Speed Heaven run. and Hell. You go ahead. Banger. Absolutely love Heaven and Hell. Fantastic track, especially when it comes in near the end. Kanye's going off. Uh, I, it makes me want to like break things. Donda. <laughs> I wish I could have touched on this more because thematically it's so tied in. But I think people can get. Um, get enough out of Donda where I don't really need to talk about it. Yeah. Listen to Donda. It's pretty self-explanatory. Nice piano. It's very revealing about Kanye himself. Keep My Spirit Alive is uh, it's a track. It's a good one. It's not it's right. not the best. What comes after Keep My Spirit Alive, uh, it, Jesus Lord, is an epic, uh, I think it was nine-minute song, eight minutes, 58 seconds, yeah. in which Kanye has the most revealing songs about uh, Donda, about his experiences with Donda. Um, yeah. It's very repetitive, like you mentioned. Wally. Yeah, the... The Jesus like hook gets a little old to me, but the verses are insane and the sample at the end. Sorry, I kind of stole Jay that. Electronica. No, no, go for it. Yeah, so the when when so Kanye good. is rapping here, I have to say these are some of the best Kanye bars. I I think as I far as they so go, as like, well. personal lyrics. He tells a story. It was kind of Kendrick like. He he's he's giving this narrative, which I didn't expect. I don't know how many times Kanye has done this because normally he's rapping about himself. This was a story. It seems like he made up. Um, about this this kid this the family he, he rapped about a family uh this pregnant daughter um this boy whose younger brother is killed and then he ends up finding the people who killed his younger brother and and wants to take uh vengeance and it's it's wow it's just incredible uh, it's not at all what i would expect to come from kanye really it, it it hit me out of left field and then of course we have that fantastic j electronica verse immediately after to close it off. No, no, Larry Hoover Jr. closes it off. You have political statement, and that that was a long-ass sample or, or segment. Amazing. Um, See, and it was amazing. I like part two more because of that. That's why yeah. I, I know it's in the track list. I said the next seven or eight were whack. Jesus Lord isn't whack. It's just I like part two more. Yeah. He could have he, he could have kept off the one at track seventeen. Just gave me the one at the end. I would have been cool with that. I agree. We got to talk about Jay Electronica's verse. I mean, it's weird. Dude, it's I, I don't know what he's talking about, but I know it's good. Isn't he? I know it's isn't dope. He Muslim, like faith-wise, something like that. And he also uh, is married or is with one of the Rothschilds, so I'm sure he knows oh, God. some elitist type I shit. That. And I hate the Rothschilds. <laughs> anyway, we're not gonna get into the Rothschilds. We'll have a conspiracy. <laughs> how, how about Jadakiss? Jadakiss and Style P, the Locks. They were on the song as well. Everyone, everyone. Did you, you brought up Kanye's verse. This is one of Kanye's best verses in probably since Saint Pablo. I I agree. Yeah. This is his best single verse since yeah. the two the most verses telling, on Saint Pablo. The most revealing, the most uh, sort of like narrative-wise, I don't know what you would call it. It's just, and personal. It's personal. It yeah. hits. It hits. It's like Kanye so actually gave a shit on this one. It didn't just. Jesus Lord. He wasn't doing that. He actually gave a shit. It's not a replayable song, right? It's not a song that you return too. to. Oh yes. Right. It's a song you hear and you you immediately are just you're blown away. But it's not like off the grid where you're going to be dancing to this. Yeah. It's more like you're going to be <laughs> right. crying. Yeah, you in your could. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know what kind of dance, but we'll figure it out. But immediately yeah. after Jesus we'll Lord, these are my stinker tracks. Oh, New again yeah. Is yeah, man. Television. Look, we have. Chris Brown on New Again. That's the song. Oh, God. That was supposed to be him. New Again, I don't have too much to say about, except the synths are too loud. And okay. Get it out of here. I am like. Sta- stadium song, filler song. I like the beginning. It's fun. It's fun. Okay, you're right. The beginning With is a fun. bunch of wise. It's so much fun. Ah, it's cute. Okay, yeah. It's cutesy. It's fun. Does it fall into the album? No. But do I kind of like it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I can I can sympathize with that. But television, there's no, oh, no saving. Hot garbage. 
literally, literally <laughs> awful. Look, he has a Pop Smoke <laughs> tribute garbage. in this album just in referencing Pop Smoke's style. Um, right. It's not yes. that television is tasteless. That It's not like he's like, you know, um, we, me and while they were talking about how uh, a lot of the rappers who have died, like XXX and... Um, Nipsey, Mac Nipsey, Miller, Mac all Miller. of them, yeah. A lot of them have been just desecrated. Their corpses yes. have been molested, their corpses, because <laughs> people are, like, just raping them of all the music yes. that they had unreleased. This not, doesn't feel like that, but it does feel poorly executed. That's it's just I, not Pop Smoke's to one of those victims. Not Nipsey. Not Nipsey. No, not there Nipsey. hasn't been one fucking song, except that, I think that care? one with Jay-Z back earlier they this year. They did to X. Though. They did it to X, For but sure. that's his mom. I think they have respected Nipsey. <laughs> I don't know if Nipsey had anything mom in the fall. I mean, you, you think it would have come out at this point, but um, anyway. All right. Uh, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. I think is about Kim. I think we can all, all confirm. Yeah. 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 It, you, you can infer that for sure. Instrumentation is weak, but his... The message. The message and the lyrics... This is a Donda important track. This yes. Is a track it's important. Plays into it's that key. Theme, the loneliness, the emptiness, and this is... I think where I mentioned the turning point at around, uh, what was it, 24, the healing segment. This is where it really feels like he's healing. And this is something that must have happened recently because even as even as recent as the listening events, he was playing that track about his family abandoning him, leaving him. And now we've got this track, which isn't that in your face, like, Kim, don't go. You yeah. know what I mean? This is like this feels like Kanye's healing. He doesn't quite understand. It's the Job theme. He doesn't know why he's suffering. But... Um, but he's learning to just trust in God. You know, the name of the song is literally "Lord, I Need You." You know, he needs he needs God in this period of his life. I think it's really a special moment, especially considering the song, um, the two songs that follow it up, which we'll get to in a second. Does anyone else have any any thoughts on "Lord, I Need You"? No. No. Okay. Pure Souls. What about this one? I don't have anything personally to say. I love it, um, but I, I, you know, it's got Mike Dean production. It's a good right. song. Yeah, I like the chord progression. I think that's. I think it's a fun uplit like fun song you know thematically fits the album yeah um, I think it's a good one it, it's another one of those that it's a stadium song it's six minutes you could cut off two like Definitely. I know yeah. it's, it's I agree yeah. I, I call them that because I feel like that's what this album is I feel like I don't think every track some I'm gonna be honest I feel like that first Atlanta event July 25th 23rd whatever it was that was a skeleton of the album yes, yes. I feel yes. like that was the best maybe 14 15 he had obviously he put out that the no child left behind snippet or it somehow got to TikTok and all these it somehow like the got leaked track, somewhere yeah, yeah. And, and that became a thing like holy shit you know what I mean mm-hmm. and we'll get to that because boy do I love that song but yeah. um yeah, man, that's another one of those songs I feel like came later when he was living in the Falcon Stadium and he just made it to play for the concert. And I was like, oh, just keep it. It's, it's a streaming era song. It's a song that, hey, man, we need we need streams. We got to beat Drake, whatever the, the fucking thing is. It's just one of those filler songs. And I feel like the back half of this album has a lot of that. Personally. Except for track 22, my favorite off the record, have really? to say. Come to Life is an uh, uncontested banger. It, probably one of the best tracks in Kanye's entire discography. Actually, no, I would definitely say that. I would say that without a doubt. Come to Life it's blew the best me one? away. No, not the oh, best. Oh, okay. It's one Ooh. of the best. So, <laughs> How do you pick a best Kanye song? <laughs> it, it depends on your mood. I'll say, I mean, I could pick 30 out there, but, yeah, you but know, I mean, Come to Life, you have it, it building and building, and at first you're like, okay, this is nice, but 
with how Donda has been going, it hasn't really had this linear structure that Come to Life has. So you aren't expecting this. This hits you left field mm-hmm. double over when it transitions into that piano line. You have the octaves rising up. Dun, so dun, dun. uplifting. Yes, and then you have the trickling keys, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're syncopating or uh, they just start staggering. It feels like you're running through a field. Yep. You're tearing. This is the healing theme at its climax. This is Kanye completely breaking free, um, completely overcoming what I would call the, the suffering um, yeah. from Donda that I guess has haunted him to this point. Uh, oh, the, yeah. the divorce from Kim. This is him just, this is him running, right? You're hearing his heartbeat. This is this thumping. Those keys, they're, they're raining down. Oh, it's glorious. Yeah. It's absolutely glorious. It's not just a good song on its own. It's a good song in the course of Kanye West's career and life. Um, and that's why I think it's fantastic. That's highlight on the album for me, for sh- certain. Yeah. The last yeah. one. I would agree. My, I agree with all that. My God. Dude, this song, I, I love Hurricane. Something about this record, I don't know if it's the fucking, just the piano or, or the synths, that fuck, the, the just, it's super simple. I could fucking play it if I wanted to after 15 minutes. The instrumentation is fucking awesome. I'm talking about No Child Left Behind. Yeah. Vori, I don't know who that is, but goddamn it, dude. I'm going to be checking out Vori after this. Dude, I, I mean, dude, who Same. is this guy? It's, he's, he's so amazing. good. Incredible. The only Incredible. thing I don't like. Oh, God. <laughs> Why is it an oh, God? Well, I, I, I feel like after, after Come to Life, how epic it is, it's a little easy to be underwhelmed by No Child But Left Behind yeah. because it's a little shorter. It's 2 minutes 58 seconds, and it's kind of, we've heard it before at the listening events. I think if this one wasn't played at the lifting, listening events, it would be more grandiose and epic and a better conclusion. This is the most epic song to me on the album. Really? It is. This and is, I walk I'm, into I'm the 80,000 seat stadium, yeah. and I hear this, and like it just Super chills down the spine. Atmospheric, big intro, this is you why know I what say, I mean? This is why I would argue that Donda is, is more, uh, does what Life of Pablo does better, because... You have tracks like No Child Left Behind, Come to Life. You have these songs that sound like they're coming off Yeezus, off of uh, basically every album that Kanye has ever Jesus ever is King for sure. Jesus yeah. King Still for some sure. Of those themes, he takes, yeah. Jesus is King doesn't exist after Donda dropped. This is the Kanye West gospel <laughs> it <does>. album. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is King is great, but it is not the gospel album it's like that a preview. this is. This is Kanye West. He called The Life of Pablo his gospel album. And, you know... I listen to Life of Pablo. I hear Father Stretch My Hands. I hear the bleached asshole lyric. Takes me out of it. <laughs> that is not a gospel record. That is Kanye. You you call him a fake Christian. That would be Kanye being yeah. a fake Christian. That's him indulging himself, indulging the flesh, you know, being hedonistic on Donda. Hold on. All of its I'm going to cut you off. You know who wrote that bar? Who? Drake? You're kidding. <laughs> No I'm wonder we hate her. No, I'm not <laughs> kidding. No wonder. I, I hate life. No, no if I, I fuck this model and she just, yeah, Drake wrote that whole, I swear to God he did. Okay, here's my complaint about No Child Left Behind. Why did Kanye take the reverb off his own voice? He did? He did? Yeah, man. I'll have to return to it and, and listen to that. I didn't Dude, notice. he definitely, he's done miracles on me. If you listen to that on like TikTok or Instagram, it, it sounds very, like I, the word here today is grandiose. That's how he sounds to me. It sounds very stadium-like, very just like... It's it's above you. It's in the clouds. You can't grab it, kind of thing. Yeah. On here, there's Holy. nothing. There's no character to it. It's just him. I think that Donda. Complaint. A lot of people are calling it unfinished. Um, maybe, perhaps. I don't think it's bloated. I, I do think that there. I think are, it's a little bloated. Okay. I think it's like smashing a whole bloated. pizza in twenty three minutes. Tracks, kind of bloated. It's a three bloated. tracks shouldn't exist on the album, and some of them could be yeah. cut down. I would say so. Maybe all the part bloated. twos besides Jesus Lord. However, eh. um, there are clearly parts where I think. Like David mentioned on Hurricane, you know, drums could use a little bit of work. 
there's, there's parts that sound more completed than others. It's very likely that we get the Life of Pablo treatment, and this, this album gets like a redux version. Right. Um, a couple songs come later. Mixed. Right. I can see I that new Andre 3000 song can go on there. That would be so, uh, so good. Like the, I haven't been able to hear it because I can't fucking find it. It's I a, can't find it. You, you can find it. I you found it. I sent it to it, Sam. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Hold I, on. What do, we, what do you guys think about No Child Left Behind? Because that is like the real outro. And that was the glorious. St- and, and that glorious. was the, yeah. Dude. Good. It's oh great. my God. Back again, I use my back against the wall. Never count on y'all. Never. What do you say? I, I never, never front on y'all. Never count on y'all. What do you, always count on God. Oh yeah. my God, so good. dude. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And this, oh my God. what a better way to conclude. I mean, yeah. we, we watched through Donda, Kanye dealing with pain, dealing with suffering. It begins with him doing this, or kind of engaging in this exercise via uh, Serena Johnson, where he, it's like this healing, this spiritual healing. You know, the pain is still there, is what Kanye is saying. We watch him go through this emptiness, this vastness, a few missteps with like Junia and stuff where that theme isn't encountered. Um, he's talking about how he's been canceled uh, time and time again, how people are, are dropping him, how people are fake, how his wife is leaving him. It's, it's his hovercrafts. And then, yes, yeah. and then 24 <laughs> hits and it's healing. It's, it's, it's Kanye yeah. is overcoming this and by No Child Left Behind, I would argue that journey is fulfilled. The epic of Donda concludes. Yeah. Um, that song gives me chills, yeah. dude. I, would, I, I, chills. I love this fucking Hair record. Hair stands on end. Oh I, my God, I love this song. I think this album is Kanye's The Wall. I yeah. think it's, I think it's wow. a journey of him and through his life, kind of like the wall is. I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, Pink Floyd, if you're yeah, familiar. Yeah. Uh, obviously, execution's way different. Totally different genres of music. You can't really compare them in that aspect. But thematically, we see that kind of same kind of themes of huh. being lo- left by lover, um, about struggling with who you are, you know, being lonely, grief, being by yourself, yeah. and having kind of. And I love how it starts off really dark. We have these darker tracks. Then we have the middle where we have some kind of weird pop kind of different tracks that feel some say, of, yeah. a few of them feel yeah. thrown on there kind of weird right. conclusion incredible bright light mm. like the beginning feels like in the darkness the end light it like, feels like I, the Jesus is king cover like it's blue like I can see this he's flown mm-hmm. up to the fucking yeah. skies like but can you understand weird, why I would like I would put this so high in his career just just if I'm writing Kanye albums well, like and, and what we do have to, I got 20 minutes to be at work so we do gotta finish up but yeah yeah I'm just yeah. out of 10 what do you guys give this and why ooh 27 tracks. I can easily do without fucking 10. Okay. That, that's why I give it... I'll, I'll give my take. I'll give it a 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because because if we're in school... As long as it's a positive review, I feel like it's honest. If I we're feel like in, you have to try to hate this. Right. Yeah. If there's 27 questions and I got 16 right, that's damn near enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be real. But the 16 are great. The 16 questions were the ones I had to hit. But Lord have mercy, man. You could you could chop off 30 minutes of this album. Like I easy. can do without three songs. Um, but I'm not going to rate it like, that means it's a, a 24 out of 27. You know, I'm not, I, I feel like this, uh, as far as it pertains to Kanye's development, if we're going like Kanye's music rated against Kanye's music. That's all I'm doing. I would give this, okay, so not compared to other music. No, hell no. I still think it holds up, but it's You want compared to Drake? No. This is a 10 compared to Better than anything he's done. (laughs) Oh, uh, let's get one thing clear. And I mean, if you guys want to do the the Boy Lover album review next weekend, we we definitely can. (laughs) I would love to do that with you guys. That'd be fun. This is where I surprise you. Donda Wash is certified lover boy. Eats it. Oh my God. 
destroys it. Dude, Donda fucking kills sort of. I like how Drake released, like, leaked a song from Kanye's as, like, to get back at him. It was better. (laughs) It was better than anything you made. Oh, my God. It was better than almost anything on Donda. Both the verses are insanely good. Like, that song, it's obviously unfinished. But it is so good. Drake does not have a No Child Left Behind. He doesn't have a Hurricane. He doesn't have these records. I just, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give give my rating so we make sure we get everything in here because I know Wilder, you probably have some things you want to say. I would give it an uh, honest, decent eight and pending. I thought you were going to say, uh, I'm feeling a strong 9 to a same light as, 10. Same as my beautiful, dark, <laughs> twisted fantasy, I'd, I'd get, okay. which maybe isn't fair. So maybe I should give this like a mid, like 8.5 to 9, um, because I, I like it more. I do like it more. I okay. think, and that, a lot of people will hate that take, but I, I don't care. That's fine. You know. No, opinion. Personally, I'd give it a 7.5. I think 7.5. it's a great, it's a good, it's a great album. And I respect both of those, yeah. There's just some that. tracks that really bring it down. Um... And then, like, there some of the things... There are tracks I will be skipping. Yes. Like, yeah, there's a lot re- of skip, man. Re-listening, I will be skipping certain tracks, for sure. But overall, is it an incredible ar- album? Could it have been Kanye's best album if he d- changed it some? Yeah. I think so. I actually think I so. I honestly think so. I That's think... A, kind of a brave statement, I know. Yeah. It is a brave yeah. statement. This but... could be the best in his career if he had workshopped it more. If, Which... if this is 15 tracks, it, it makes a strong case. Yeah, fifteen songs, fifty minutes, and make a strong case. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. And you know, me being the Kanye apologist here, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even saying <laughs> it's his best Kanye one. I'm apologist. saying there's cases to be made for it to be emblematic at least for his entire work. Like if you were to tell someone to go listen to Kanye, um, telling them to listen to like any other record would not give them a full picture. Donda kind of does, sort of, Ooh. in some way, of his production styles. Of his production styles, of his story from Donda to present, we're given parts of that on all the past ones. That's why I call this the anthology of Kanye West, Donda. Um, and uh, that's that's why I would make a case for it being much stronger than other people would, would put it up there. I agree with that saying, but like if I was to tell someone about Kanye, I would not tell them to listen to this album. <laughs> that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I would I definitely pick to to a different album probably. Like, yeah. I don't know. It I depends on the person. I might, might tell them to listen to Late Registration if they like just normal rap. You know, this might not be your thing. I mean, one thing is for sure is that God's done miracles on Kanye West. It's true. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Thanks for coming bro. in. So are we doing fun. Certified Lover Boy? Don't give me blue balls and then we're not doing it next weekend. We are, we, we are definitely doing it. I don't know if we got to review it. I'm, we, I, think we, well, I think we might. I think okay, so. if, there's, if there's time, because we, uh, we do have some plans, but... Okay. Um, if there's time, I honestly might as well, but we'll check into it. All right. Yeah, sweet. we'll look yeah. into it. Certified but Lover Boy, wi- or oh no, I, I get it ready up. for like a <laughs> get, <laughs> a, get ready for like a hate cast though, because <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a total opposite. Like, yeah, yeah. there's songs I can't fucking Sam stand on Certified. Are gonna be like riffing into this, and I, you are too. It sounds yeah. like so. Yeah. I'm excited. If you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate you very much. I'll be back here sometime soon, and I will see you later. Have a good day.